Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, Gorehounds? And welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I am your not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my horror homies. Started off with that Chad Daddy, the Dark Lord of Knowledge, Mister Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Yeah, we have the Duke of the Dead, the host with the ghost, Lord Scuba Cabra, Mr. Steve Vasquez. Hello. Yeah, I'm going to switch you guys around here, so we doing this in actual order. Uh, We have the beloved Meat Mountain, that killing machine, Mr. Bobby Amone. Happy Monday evening, fuckers. And a very special guest, once again, Mr. Brody Kane, that saucy Aussie, the DKB, and this week's birthday boy. Yeah! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Brody! So we're going to start it off right now. We're just going to do it right now. Ready? <laughs> Two, three. Happy birthday to you. This love? Okay. Happy birthday to you. Out of tone. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. Sorry, everybody, for hearing that. That was super out of tone. Oh, Chad. And with the now, <laughs> the animal. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your Look at that. Thank you, Steve. I didn't even have to ask you this week. He was ready, willing. You oh, know what? We're gonna start it off with uh we're gonna start off with the birthday boy, Brody. How the fuck have you been, buddy? I've been good, gentlemen, and thank you kindly for that. That was uh lovely. Music to my ears. It was great. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. No, nah, that nah, was good. Hey, uh, what have I been up to? Well, I had to sort of have a fucking think for a second. Uh, I went to Melbourne over the weekend and I went to my first uh, pop culture convention. It was called nice. Supernova. Yeah, no, it was fucking awesome. Um, big day, big day indeed. But um, I got to meet a few celebrities, which was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tamora Morrison, who all of you know as Django and Boba Fett. Yeah. For, um, who else? Oh, John Jarrett. Mick Taylor, Wolf Creek. Um, he's a fucking absolute pisser. Um, I just walked up to him and I was like, here you go, mate. And he's like, just your everyday Australian, you know, he talks exactly like Mick Taylor. I was thought I was going to get my throat slit right there and then. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he, he He's just such a gem. It was fucking funny to talk to. I only got to talk to him for a little bit because the queue, like everyone in the line for him, there were so many people just trying to get photos with him. So you sort of had to try and quickly say what you'd say, then just get out. And then um, I ran into uh, another guy called Danny Phillip, who, mm-hmm. who um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Rucka Rucka Boys. They're like a YouTube thing down this way. They're like massive. They're like really good friends of like Logan and Jake Paul and just all them guys, you know, KSI and shit. And um, he's just released a new movie called Talk to Me, 
um, well, actually, sorry, it's coming out and A24 picked it up and apparently it's like the next best horror film. I know it's all that hype that goes oh. in behind these horror films. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I, so I got to talk to him and got to get a photo with him about it. And, yeah, a lot of people are, like, praising it. It's, it's um, They reckon it's the next best horror film. So, Wait, was that the one that I uh, taught? The oh, hand. okay, yeah. Yeah, they find an embalmed hand and then – it's it to me it kind of feels like flatliners meets insidious. So there's an embalmed hand. Uh, they get a group of friends over, get on the piss and whatever, and then they have this thing where if you hold the hand and you say talk to me, it takes you to the other side and you get to talk to the dead for ninety seconds. But mm. if you go any longer than ninety seconds, they'll want to stay. Oh. So it sort of opens up this gate, and they reckon it's like yeah, this really fucking cool original idea that it's just getting a lot of love over in the states everywhere played at sundance south by southwest and so yeah oh shit that's awesome i'm not a fan of a24 films but when i saw the the trailer for this one i was like okay this one looks like oh the trailer's already out yeah yeah i actually didn't see it either yeah it's kind of funny because i actually got to meet sam raimi you know um because of this film so and jordan peele yeah, like a lot of people. So it was really cool to talk to him about that. Um, leading into the Sam Raimi segment, I'm going to not really deep dive into the Evil Dead Rise, but I went and watched it. Mm. And I'm, I'm, for all you out there that have not seen it, stop what you're fucking doing. Definitely go watch it now because <laughs> it is one of the greatest horror films of the year so far, obviously, but it all around, it's just a fucking fantastic um, film to the franchise of evil dead. I mean, they have not released one bad fucking movie yet. It is so. And series. Awesome. The series is fucking great. Oh, too, series you know great. what I mean? Like yeah. incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really nice tie into the franchise and it elaborates a little bit on the third book that we see in army of darkness. So it's different. I do like it a little bit more than the 2013 remake. I'll just say that, but I'll save that conversation for another time. Johnny boy, <laughs> we've had this convo. We can, we can um, easily make that a full podcast. Right yeah, now. We, yeah, we totally care. could. That'd be great. Um, other than that, yeah, bought a couple of Blu-rays, Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Second Sight, um, Repo Man from Umbrella Entertainment and School Ties from Imprint Films. And that's about it for me. I haven't been really doing much else. So, Yeah. Oh, you like the Repo better. Man? Is that the opera one? The genetic opera? No, no, no. no, no Repo no, Man no. is uh, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, yeah, that's the oh, one. okay. One. Yeah. What am I thinking? So, Repo, the genetic opera. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another one. Wasn't there another one with like Forrest Whitaker or something like that? It was literally the same fucking concept or some bullshit. Yeah, I, I never got to say it, but it was something like yeah. The genetic Damn. opera one, dude, I could not do that, man. Like, I feel like I could do a musical, but opera is like where I lose it because I'm like, okay, I need a break from the singing. <laughs> I don't need singing all the time. But yeah, nice, dude. That. Sounds like you had a fantastic fucking time, bro. Yeah, it was really good. Really interesting to talk to all these people and that. And I was just in my fucking element, you know. So, um, yeah, no, it was really good. Other than that, not much else. Um, Bobby, you. What have you been up to, mate? Hi, I'm Bobby. <laughs> um, quick, by the way, quick first, quick shout out to Joe Gallo in the chats there. What's up, buddy? Yes, yes we're ignoring you. He's not the only one in the chat. He's and it's weird Scoops. that it's popping up here. No, 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 no. My buddy Joseph commented, and it came up on my end on my phone, but it didn't pop up on our chat. So That's I don't weird. know. 
There's guy. There's guy. Yeah, That's why you see me say, yeah. "Hey, buddy," because I'm talking to Joseph. I thought okay. you were talking to Joe Gallo. Well, hey, <laughs> Joe yeah. too. Hello, beautiful. I was say, I thought, that's what I thought. So. Yes, hi, Joe. You know, all right, my sweet. Yes, thank you for everybody that's out there right now. Um, me, I had a good weekend. I was actually in Hershey with my girlfriend and our two friends. We were out there for the weekend. We took uh, the Hershey Highway. Uh, nice. God damn it, Chad! I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Well, they had goods on the Hershey Highway. I have here caramello. I bought a whole box that's like 20 bucks worth. Stretch it out. Uh, <laughs> and never, and I, I can say I've never had caramel. Uh, well, I also made my own candy bar. I'm uh, sad that you didn't. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, where the fuck's your name? Because I know it puts your name on there. You could put anything you want on it. You don't that's have the to put Hershey's, but I, but I want. It looks I like, guess, a, looks like one of the Wonka bars. Look at the size of that yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> it it's is full of nuts, bar. Chad. Nuts <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the Bobby bar full of nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, for so some we, reason, jerky's in there too. But. Listen, <laughs> you got to add the secret ingredient. I got to have my meat in my bar. You can't you have that gabagool work, honestly. Uh, gabagool. So uh, that's what we did uh, this whole weekend. We were in Hershey riding rides and all of that uh, fun shit. Um, we actually were at di- we were at dinner on Saturday. The park closed for a little bit because they, we had rain, but then they started testing the roller coaster in front of the um, restaurant we were in. Yo. So we're all just like sitting there watching it, like, yeah, maybe we'll be able to get on it. Our waitress goes, if it opens, you guys can go and we'll just hold your dinner. <laughs> 30 seconds nice. after she said 30 seconds after she said that, uh, my buddy's wife looks at her phone and goes, guys, they just opened a ride. You ain't ever seen three That's adults nice. run faster. You ain't ever seen the picture where adults. it's like you your buddy's holding your knee. Is that that? No, one? that was no, that was earlier oh. in the day. <laughs> I'm just picturing I, looking like a bunch of kids running for the ice cream. I got to ask, dude, because just like I stood next to you, man, and you definitely are a meat mountain. So like <laughs> when that shit comes down on your shoulders, man, oh, like how compressed are you in there? Because I feel like you got to be like, because, dude, there's times where it hurts me. Dude. And I okay, go. All right, all right, so all I'm going to say is this, like, it's actually not really my sh- like my shoulders were fine. It's it's actually how their system is. So for all of those roller coasters, for two the two that I went on, it's the same exact system. Right. I'm like, I'm not fat and my shoulders are big, but th- there's so much room above. They're like, it's not you. It's these fucking seats. I'm like, oh. yeah, that should really tell you something there. Because I'm not, not going to go on these if I can still go on them. Right. So, so but I, they had to fucking push me in and clip me. There was a couple times where I'm like, this fucker unclips. Bobby felt the pain it. of a... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shove his ass in there. That's so, like the whole time I'm sitting there in the ride enjoying myself, and I'm like, that fucking clip's open. I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm fucked. <laughs> fucked. But I'm enjoying myself. But I'm fucked. I'm swear- <laughs> so. Awesome. But anyway, so so the ride opened up. My uh, my girlfriend and my buddy, uh, his wife couldn't go. The ride opened up your girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa! What kind of a ride were you on, buddy? See, you took that the wrong way. You were not supposed to say that. <laughs> fuck. Anyway, so the ride opened up, and the three of us went. His uh, his wife had to stay behind because she's carrying a little baby right now. Mm, yeah, that's and probably not roller coaster. So everybody who went to that ride earlier in the day had to wait two and a half hours. We waited 0. 0.0 seconds. Fuck yeah, dude! And we rode in the front seat twice. Nice. And then we went back to the restaurant and had dinner. It was mm. waiting for us. So. That was uh, one of the fun experiences this weekend. And then that was it. I I spent my weekend in Hershey with my girlfriend and our friends. I came back and I watched this um, 
interesting movie that we are about to talk about. But I'm gonna send it up to it, pussy. Ch- Chad Daddy right here. Oh, you could give it to me. You could give it. Oh, you can hand it. Well, we'll do you Scoobs and then go to no, John. Give it, no, Scoobs, you can go. Then we'll go. I we'll, gave it to Ch- no, and I'm right. giving it to Scoobs. We'll go the whole counterclockwise route. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. What did I do? Um. So after dead. last Monday, I saw. I did, but that was. I'm starting <laughs> with Monday because this was literally my fucking week. Because it's gonna be very brief. Scoo- okay. Monday, we got off of this, right? Mm-hmm. I made some badass chicken parm. Never made it before. It was fucking amazing. It was good. It was great. Probably the greatest thing I've ever tasted before. And I followed the recipe like step by step. Didn't fuck anything yeah, up. It was good. Yeah. Then I started getting a little tickle, little tickle <laughs> in my nose. About 930. It's about 930. And uh, got a little tickle in my nose. And I'm like, oh. Then I started sneezing. Then I started sneezing. Then I woke up. I woke up at like two o'clock in the morning and it felt like there was razor blades in my nostrils. Mm. So then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to work. So I went to the bathroom. I blew my nose and it was the brightest, greenest snot. It was like Slimer came out of my fucking nose and it hurt so bad. (laughs) So I called the teledoc and I was like, this is what's wrong. I assume I have a sinus infection. He's like, well, I guess you assume right. And you can hear it in my voice a little bit too. I still sound a little congested. So they gave me a Z-Pack, um, melted me as she does when I get sick. Because I get sick all the fucking time. All the time I get sick. And she's like, I'm going to buy you soup. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. She's like, I'm going to buy you soup. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. So I have cans of soup here <laughs> that I never opened because I don't fucking eat when I'm fucking sick. So that shit lasted. Finally, I, I stayed home from work. Like, I, I just, I felt like shit. I never got a fever or anything. So that was good. Uh, worked a little bit this weekend, tried to anyways, you know, sitting behind the fucking DJ booth. Um, then yesterday, yesterday, oh, Thursday, watch the evil dead. So I called into work because, you know, I was feeling like shit. So Mel got out of work probably about 11 ish. She comes over. So last week was our anniversary. Okay. And Friday, both of us were like, oh, Friday's our anniversary, Friday, April 21st. It's our one-year anniversary. And I'm like, yeah, it's our one-year anniversary. So we go watch Evil Dead. We will catch an 11.45 showing of Evil Dead on Thursday. So by the time the movie starts, it's officially our anniversary. She loves Evil Dead. That was my anniversary gift to her. I introduced her to Evil Dead almost a year ago. So that's, she loves it. I remember when you guys did your little, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. She yeah. fucking adores Bruce Campbell. Like, she loves Ash. Like, she just loves everything Evil Dead. So I look over at her, and I go, happy anniversary, baby. She says, happy anniversary. The fucking movie starts. And, you know, it's fucking, yeah, perfect, perfect way to start our, our, our anniversary. Next day, she's like, our fucking anniversary isn't today. It was the 19th, you dumbass. And I go... <laughs> Well, what the fuck? Oh, it wasn't even the day that same day. It was after the fucking uh, movies. I stopped to get Whataburger. She's like, our fucking anniversary was on Wednesday, you dumbass. I'm like, well, you didn't fucking know when it was either. I thought it was the 21st. She's like, no, it's the 19th. It's on fucking Facebook. And I'm like, well, fuck Facebook for making us drop the ball on that shit. Because neither of us fucking knew that it was our fucking one year anniversary. That's so we fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know what? So I was like, you know what? Now you we'll know it when it's year. my birthday, you got two days. I got two days. Just think yes. of it. It's the day before 420. Or there that. Yeah. There you go. I, I don't know why I thought it was the day after 420, <laughs> but whatever. Whatever. I still took her to watch the fucking movie. That's all that matters. But then Sunday, I woke up and I just felt, I don't know what the fuck. Like, I felt like something was rotting inside of me. 
and I was just sick all fucking day yesterday throwing up. It was so bad. I felt like I was hungover, but I wasn't. It was really fucking weird. Hmm. And yeah, like I drank a shitload of Pepto. It didn't help. <laughs> I woke up this morning. I was good to go. So that was my fucking. Yeah, man. You had a, quite a ride yeah. this week. So how are you feeling yeah, today like then? Uh, I feel okay-ish. I'm not 100%. Um, like I said, you can still hear I'm a little nasally. Uh, and it's just like, I keep blowing my nose and this stuff is coming from nowhere. I don't know how this shit keeps regenerating in my body, but it will not fucking go. And then I blew my nose so hard that I clogged my fucking ear. Oh, that's that is the, the most, worst. That's the worst oh, That is ever. the most irritating. So I'm Googling how to unclog your ear. How to, And so I'm trying to do all this shit that fucking Google says none of it fucking worked. It was just fucking annoying. And then I was good. And then I did it again. Oh. Then the, it went away. This morning, I blew my nose. I fucking did it again. I was sitting in my car 20 minutes before we came on here. <laughs> I blew my nose and I did it again. Oh, Jesus. It just now cleared up as I was talking. <laughs> so that being said, Chad Daddy, uh, it's uh, all, all you. Wait, all, all I know is I came in at the time of I drank a shitload of Pepto and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to know. But I want to know. But I had, just keep going. I, I, is, I, I wanna, had a stomach, a stomach bug, one day stomach bug. I want to know what the fuck is Pepto. Now, I hear this in films over there. What is Pepto? Bismol. It's, uh, it's a mes- medicine to calm your stomach when you have diarrhea or bubble gut God. or anything like that. Y'all don't have Pepto Bismol? I mean, we probably do, but there's probably another term for it. I just, you, it's, I, like, it, I've always it, heard. You have a bottle of pink fucking liquid for when pink, you have. Pink liquid. That's pink, pink, pink bismuth. Yeah. Right. That's Pepto. Pepto Bismol is just. That's like the main. That's like the Coke. That's the brand. That's the brand name. Yeah. yeah. That's like when everybody yeah. says weed eater. That's just a brand. It's a. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, refrigerator. Uh, fridge or no? What is it? Refrigerator? No, refrigerator is just a refrigerator. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, thank you. Yes. Mel. Melon. Pepto Bismol is a. Uh, you know what, man? It's one of those tastes where either people hate it or you love it, and I'm in the love it category. My my it. wife is too, and I hate it. Like I'm she'll get like the fucking category. uh the mint, like the, the fucking lifesaver mints that taste like that. And she eats those like candy. I'm like fucking dude, like taste those are so good. Black. No, yes. of does course it, it does. Black? It has to. Okay, so I freaked out Mel this morning, right? Because I told her, I told her, I said, "Babe, you're fucking weird." Like I was actually going to ask you that. And I'm so happy you brought. That. I drank some. I drank some yesterday, but then I also took the chewables. So Jesus. it, I passed out. Like I went to bed, and so my tongue was fucking black this morning when I woke up. So I told her, I was like, it's weird. Like I was brushing my tongue and all this black shit was just pouring out of my mouth. Like, am I going to be a zombie? And she's like, what the fuck, babe? Like she starts like over text. I know she's freaking out. And I'm like, I'm just kidding. The Pepto turns your shit fucking black. That's why she can't drink it. (laughs) She had really bad like nausea and shit a while back. And I was like, well, you can't drink Pepto because you're fucking, you're fucking pregnant and it'll turn the baby black. So you can't fucking drink it. Pepto chewables, I swear to God, are the only drug that you can't OD because it's like, on the directions, it's like don't exceed sixteen a day. What yeah, the fuck other medicines? Yeah. What's gonna happen if I do seventeen? It's gonna have adverse effects, and it's just gonna now blow my colon out. Like you're gonna turn, you're gonna, you're gonna, dude, you'll look like Majin Buu. Yeah. <laughs> I would take it. Have you heard of uh, Peptacil? Heard of what, Brody? Peptacil. Who me? Yeah. Um. No. No, I don't think I have. Because it says that's the Australian equivalent is pep p e p t o s y l peptocil. You said it's for diarrhea. I don't think I've ever had to take it for diarrhea. 
As much as you eat KFC, you've never had. Because <laughs> that shit just flows out of me instantly. Bro, that's that mud butt bowls are literally. So that's just natural. Yeah, that's right? just a natural fucking state. Is just that's like that potato and gravy all day, that. every day with a bit of hot sauce. Mm. I was like, bro, oh, I know you eat some dirty bird bro. every once in a while. There's have you no had the new way. nuggets? Have no. you? Do they have the new nuggets there yet? I think they do. I think I saw it advertised the other day, and I drove past them. I'm like, fucking amazing. Yo, the fat kid in me got excited that they brought the double down back, man. Oh. I was like, what? I go every so once in a while for a sick. chicken pot pie myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't do much. You know, <laughs> Friday, we went to the in-laws. Um, I met my in-laws just landed in uh, Hawaii like Hawaii. 11 o'clock last night. So they're on a nice little Hawaiian vacation for 10, 10 days. So they had nice. a nice little dinner for us before they left. Uh, we had a little bit of surf and turf. And I think I ate like half my body weight in crab legs. Wow. Nothing like nice, nice T-bone steak. So, uh, yeah, that was nice. Then afterwards, we treated the kids and took them to the drive-in to see the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, which was really fun. Really enjoyed the hell out of that movie. So if you guys, if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. You oh, know, my God. Go see it, dude. Really cool movie. Really fun. Um, let's see. After that, uh, so Saturday was my aunt and uncle's 50th wedding anniversary. So we went to that just to just a little lunch. And it's nothing. We we don't do cat. We don't do fancy or anything like that. Very casual. It's more like a family reunion kind of thing. You know, word, word, word. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So we uh, got to see my dad and everybody hung out, talked. Uh, what else did I do? Sunday, we just cleaned. Uh, today, I watched this movie. It was a pretty uninteresting week, in all honesty. Didn't. Didn't. Yeah, you could say it's a pretty uninteresting film. That's what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> no, dude, this film no, is like, it's dude, not uninteresting. Like that's for we sure. We definitely no. were at the brim of trying to talk about it, but we didn't. We were like, no, don't talk about this. We need to save this mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Uh, let's see. Did I do anything? Oh, so I, I got these little guys in the mail today. Uh, got them off eBay. Uh, got a yeah. little, yeah, yeah, nice little OG Mechagodzilla nice. and Baragon. Nice. You won't got paint the them like fucking Dragonzord. No, hell no, no. He's, <laughs> You can't, you can't you can't really get a good appreciation but he has a nice metallic shine to him nice silver sh- nice. finish to him nice like i got that and i put that together i'm like you know i got this set mostly because i wanted baragon but man this mecha g is fucking fantastic sweetness so yeah i guess i got that today which is pretty cool i'm you know it's pretty casual around here lately oh fucking today the fucking okay, last week last week it was in the 80s like all week Beautiful weather, sunny weather, you know, people mowing their yards. Some some of them mowed them twice. And today it fucking snowed and Ugh. sleet and hail. It looked like the fucking snow apocalypse outside is nasty. We have a frost warning last night and tonight, so I gotta cover my wife's damn plants again. Cobra's got the never plant. You're right. You never plant in April. No, 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 no. They're hanging baskets. They're, we didn't plant anything. Oh, still there you go. No, no, no. Never. But yeah, oh, that's Cobra. that's it. You know, really, Big Johnny D, your turn, buddy. Uh, let's see, what the fuck did I do? Well, I also saw Evil Dead Rise this Saturday with yeah, a bunch yeah. of, uh, patrons, and it was a good time, man. It was a good theater experience because, like, the theater was definitely like it's always like that's hit or miss. You know what I mean? Because, like, obviously, like I could hate a theater experience based on people like being rude on their phone or just talking or something like that. But like, when you have a theater that's like into the movie all kind of together. Yep. That's a good fucking time, man. And uh, it doesn't really happen as much, especially like the theater I go to. It's a smaller theater. So like, obviously it's opening weekend. So, you know, there was a good amount. There's probably like 30 people in there, which is solid enough. 
Um, oh man, it was a fun fucking ride. It was go see it. Just go support horror and fucking. Mm-hmm. I mean, just don't go see any movie to go see any movie. I mean, unless you're like that type, then by all means, I'm not going to stop you. But this one is uh, this one's worth it for sure. It was um, it's a fucking fun time. I definitely could have used a solid more ten to twenty minutes easily but maybe we'll get that in a physical release physical dude i'm getting that shit day one yes yep Ooh, yeah. i uh that shit was it was awesome and then there was stuff that steve cued me in after the fact that we all kind of missed and we were all like what the fuck yeah um, fucking oh i forgot about that yeah <laughs> and then uh let's see what else did i do oh i started playing um oh my goodness star wars uh some, what's the, it's the Jedi one? It's almost like the God of War style. It's the newer one. Oh, um, uh, not uh, what the fuck, dude? Why am I brain farting so bad on the name? Because they just announced the second one. Yeah, the second one actually comes out this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal Kestis. with Kale, uh, dude, and uh, it's fucking awesome, man. Like, it, I'm having a good time with that. It's a fun not, game. You'll really, yeah. Like. I'm only like maybe like 40 minutes into it, um, but gives me an orange fucking lightsaber. It makes me happy. So. I, th- I think I might actually go back and replay it after I'm done with Kakarot because I'm at the bo- I'm at the Boo Saga now, so I'm almost done. Oh, nice! Uh, and then I also started playing, and I've never played it in my life, but I have it on the Switch. So I started playing Super Mario 64 today. Yeah. So like, yeah after, the, after Mario, I was like, I want to fucking play. Mario. I, I want to say something real quick. If you've ever thought about getting Kakarot, definitely get it because they're doing uh, the download, the next download content, which should be out pretty soon. Is the uh, the ending of the original Dragon Ball? Oh, nice! Is, yeah, with T. Yo, man, you know what I gotta say, dude? For out of any Dragon Ball game, Xenoverse Two has gotten the like insane amount of updates for how old that fuck. It's still oh, getting yeah. shit for superhero, dude. And yeah, consistent. I'm like, that game is fucking like seven years old, man. But it's a great fucking game, oh, though. Like, fuck, dude. Like, for sure, it's fun. But yeah, it's, no, that's cool, man. Like, I like that they're going OG. Well, let's see. Yeah, so I started doing this uh, fucking Star Wars game. Like I said, I saw Evil Dead. Uh, I rewatched Evil Dead 2013, the morning of Evil Dead. Dude, like, I did the dad mode. Like, I was up, it's five in the morning, everybody's sound asleep. I'm like, yeah, fucking roll the fat one, put that bitch in the Blu ray player, which I was pissed. My Blu-ray player is my old Xbox, and I haven't turned that bitch on in like six months. So I had to download a fucking four gig goddamn update just to watch my fucking movie. Which, wow. Fuck the fuck to fuck future technology, dude. Fuck this shit. I just need a normal Blu-ray player, no internet bullshit. Just I want to fucking watch my goddamn movie. Like, ah, so pissing me. I'm like, I just I'm like, why can't I just watch it? It's like, oh, you gotta be updated. I'm like, Mm. Fuck you and your consistent internet connection bullshit. The video drone. It is. Ah. Um, no, not leading me to the things like I don't. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't have a tummy pussy yet. <laughs> you don't want, yeah, you don't want the belly right, vagina. Yeah. I mean, I do have the gut, so if I squeeze it the right way, it kind of goes this way. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if I could stick a VHS tape in there yet. Uh, but no. And then I watched this movie, which, holy shit, I have never seen. And this shit was fucking absolutely bananas. And I am ready to talk about it right now. Let's do, Let's it. do it. So that is 1983's Videodrome. Who's, uh, whose pick was this? 
I'm oh, pretty oh, sure. Scoobs. 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 It was mine. Take it away, it homie. Was my pick. All right. The president of Civic TV Channel 83, Max Wren, is always looking for new, cheap, and erotic movies for his station. When his employee Harlan decodes a pirate video broadcast showing torture, murder, and mutilation called Videodrome, Max becomes obsessed to get this series for his channel. He contacts his supplier, Masha, and asks her to find the party responsible for the transmission. Yeah, rip. A couple of days later, Masha <laughs> tells that Videodrome is real snuff movies. Max Sadomasochist's girlfriend, Nikki, mm, decides to travel to Pittsburgh, where the show is based to audition. Max investigates further, and through a video by the media prophet Brian Oblivion, he learns that the TV screens are the retina of the mind's eye. Being part of the brain, and the Videodrome's transmissions create a brain tumor in the viewer, changing reality through video hallucination directed by david cronenberg naked lunch existence written by david cronenberg shivers dead ringers produced by claude Perot, the brood going berserk bobby starring james woods cat's eye Ooh, casino as max wren <laughs> debbie harry tales from the dark side the movie body bags as nikki brand sonia smith's the pit tech war as bianca oblivion Peter Dvorsky, The Dead Zone, Casual Sex as Harlan. Leslie Carlson, Black Christmas, The Dead Zone as Barry Convex. Jack Crelly, uh, as, uh, I read that wrong. Yeah, the as is in the wrong spot. Yeah, it threw you off. Yeah, it threw you off. Uh, it's fine. Police Academy 3, Back in Training, and Dr. Strange Love. <laughs> what a <As>. movie! <laughs> Police Academy 3, dude. As, uh, Dr. Brian Oblivion. Uh, Lynn Gorman, the best Christmas pageant ever, murder by book, as Masha. Julie Connor, am I saying that right? Close I think enough. so. I think Spasms, you Street Legal, as Brid- Brady James. And David Bolt, prom night millennium, as R- Raph- Raphael, whatever. Chad? I was like, dude, you That's an Italian name. That is an Italian you know- name. You know he's notorious. I'm an Italian who doesn't pronounce things right. Where have you been? Oogie Spoogie. Where have you been? (laughs) Oogie Spoogie. Not only that, I got you all saying Gabagool when that's not the right way to say it to begin with. (laughs) Go eat your ricotta. It's it's, it's more uh, Capicola. Oh shit! More texts, more or more chat in here. Anthony said it's a Jedi Jedi Fallen Order. That's it. The game. Yes, thank you. Sorry, Anthony, your chat's not popping up on the main chat. Wait, so is he here? We're not ignoring Oh, anybody. he's here? Yeah, he's here. What the fuck? What's up, Anthony? Yeah. Oh, What's hey. he on? Is he on YouTube or is he on Facebook? He's on Facebook. He's commenting on Facebook. That's fucking weird. That is Why is it not popping in? But I, I have a question real quick. Does it, What's up? Debbie Harry. Where have you all seen her before? Blondie. Correcto. Hey, there you go. All right. Oh, yeah, man. I'm... I'm an '80s baby, of course I know Blondie. <laughs> Blondie, sexy. Which, by All the right. way, she she dyed her hair red for this movie. Mm. It looked a lot more red mid middle of the movie than it did in the beginning. Yes, you think it looked it a little bit more brunette, but maybe I, I was just thrown off. Well, maybe, maybe maybe the dye job was starting to wear down, and it was just he wasn't filmed chronologically. Ah, you know what? Very very true. All righty, Chad, Daddy, okay. I believe it's on you. Music by Howard Shore, "The Silence of the Lambs," Dogma. 
Cinematography by Mark Irwin, The Blob, and Grandma's Boy. Had to yeah! say that with you guys. Yeah! We were just talking about that. Had to bring that up. Edited by Ronald Sanders, Johnny Mnemonic, A History of Violence, Effects and Makeup by Frank C. Carrere, The Gate and Popcorn, and The Great Rick Baker, Without Warning, The Howling. Distributed by Universal Pictures, runtime of 89 Little People, rated R for mature audiences, budget of 5.9 mil, gross 2.1 mil. It tanked. Hey, hey, there we go. Now it's loading. That's what that hell? was my fault since they were commenting on my feed. I had it on friends only, not public, but now oh, it's that was my yeah, that was my hey, but I figured it the fuck out. Well, now Come we on. got it. What's up? And thank you, Anthony. Yes, yes hello everybody. Jedi. Yeah, thanks guys. Sorry, we we didn't we couldn't see it. The fucking scooter. Right. Goddamn. Um, yeah. So before I gotta say how much it made doesn't kind of surprise me. That's not saying that this film isn't bad by any means. It's yeah. just very it's a hard. Different. It's a hard sell. It's weird. It's, it's a hard very, sell. Yeah. Like it's a weird movie, but that's why I like it so much. I remember watching this flick the first time and it just weirded me the fuck out. Like just the body horror in this one with the whole stomach pussy. Like, oh, like even watching it today, I was like, oh, this is gross. Like, fuck, they did good with the special effects. Like. Ugh. And I just always liked the cancer gun. It's like not the cancer gun. Just it's not that it was just gross. The, just the, the belly pussy itself. But when he pulled the fucking gun out of it, it's just dripping yeah. with slime. So like, all right. We obviously jumped quite a bit to get to that part of the movie yeah. because uh, there's no, 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 it's fine. There's a lot in between. That's how this podcast goes. If anybody, but that's what this movie is most known for is that. That's oh, absolutely. Now I will. F- this is a first time watch. Same for me. I didn't even really read the description going in. So I went in almost completely blank slate. And then my wife, I asked her the description, like when we were kind of like 10 minutes into it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Um, holy shit, man. This movie, just in comparison from last week's movie of Dr. Giggles, which is a total popcorn, I could turn my brain off and not think about anything. This is the exact opposite of that. Holy shit. And it yeah. makes you think. Yeah, it, it makes does. you think. It does. On such a level, right, and, uh, and I, I'm assuming the main question, question, quote, unquote, of the movie is, like, how far is too far? Obviously, we all know, like, once you go to a certain level, there's no going back, and that's for anything. The yeah. funny th- the funny thing is, and I noticed this while watching it, is this movie, the themes in this movie are more relevant now than they were when this came exactly. out. Yes, 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 they are. I was about to make that point. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. That it's like he kind of knew, and it's weird that he wrote this movie back then, but it's so relevant mm-hmm. now, especially with the one part where they, uh, what did they say? Something about where, uh, something about fake names or something like that. Uh, uh, everybody has a different screen name. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a gamer tag. Everybody, everybody goes by something different, yeah. you know? And and our perceived rea- our reality is just what we perceive. People post all this shit on Facebook. That doesn't necessarily mean that's how their fucking life is. Uh-huh. We follow these fucking mm-hmm. we follow these social media people that oh live these fucking extravagant lives. But are they really living that life, or is it just it's edited? It's, it's edited. It's, it's, to a, it's, it's a facade. It's yeah. a, exactly all a facade. And, and and that's why I, I I mean this movie just speaks so much now, especially. Mm-hmm. And especially the, how dependent we are on technology, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and 
uh, the the gun for him is kind of our phones for us right yeah you know that's what has us tethered now the gun shit was kind of weird for me only because it kept flipping back between like solid handgun and like normal because uh, and I'm trying to figure you're, you're seeing his hallucinations. Well, yeah. You're seeing what That's he's what seeing and then what the real world is seeing. Yeah. So like I feel like this I should say right out there, if you haven't seen this movie, this movie is a fucking trip and a half and a full fever dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. There is like moments of reality on top of reality, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but okay. The, the, this movie literally shows that people will literally go to any sort of length to basically get what they want or to feel a certain way whatever gets them there is what they're going to use so even in the beginning let's say when he first showed um his love interest there when they first watched the tape that first night and they were like getting down and dirty on the floor with the fucking needle and shit like that like I even liked how more reserved he was than she because she saw that and, and it was instant like oh yeah and he was like no 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 you don't you don't like this and she's like no 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 i, I like you <laughs> he's like oh okay and then i think that kind of scared him because like he obviously didn't he didn't really want to know if even he liked it or not you know what i mean yeah and i think that's the whole like concept of the movie is no matter what if you try if you fall down that rabbit hole it's gonna suck you in regardless it's it's like finding something new and you're like i don't know if i want to like this or should i like it right. too much so like yeah. don't accidentally just start searching random shit on porn sites and start jerking off because dude that's just how you get weird fucking fetishes by the end of the night yeah <laughs> well, it, 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 it reminds me a lot of like dark of, of like dark web shit. that's what i was yeah. thinking, like yes. eight millimeter yes. kind of thing yeah yeah you, this is this is you know of course really dude because it reminds me of bitches on instagram in 2023 with scream mask oh oh that's a whole nother fucking shots stuff. fired shots no it's not fired. shots fired it's called truth fuck the shots fired. I'll, it's I'll the right truth there it with is the truth though but you know it you made me lose my goddamn point god damn it sorry you, that was you were going with you, no no you were going with the dark web uh type deal so but yeah it, i mean and it's kind of like that so i feel like when when you peek into things that you're not really privy to peek into you awaken something inside of you and watching the videodrome did just that granted it was you know perverse things you know these acts the violence and stuff what it did was it it awakened something inside of him and it reminded me a lot of that what what the, what the fuck was it that we watched that had that fucking really weird from beyond thing oh, from beyond i was, the, I was feeling it, that too yeah yeah yep. so it kind of kind of like not necessarily saying it's the pineal gland but it could have easily fallen into that that's where same I thought it was fucking aspect. Like he you was know? calling it humor, and, and, but that's just because he didn't know what it yeah, was. Yeah, because Oblivion yeah. was saying that it, it, it's like it's it's like it's building a new organ in your brain. Yeah, and so you know, it's saying the new flesh. So that's essentially what's occurring is your what what he's perceiving as reality isn't what we all see as reality because his mind is now opened up to this whole new fucking aspect of the world mm-hmm. now. Did he survive at the end or did he really die at the end because he was just bad shit crazy and everything was just a fucking, you know, just his mind? Don't know. It's also a great, this movie also entails that even when you find new things, someone's always watching you, whether it's through videotape or now through our phones. And the problem is today, even with today, this movie speaks that we think we're secure, but there is no security. This movie is also that big thing of they'll always find you. 
especially you know when I mean? you find something you're not supposed to find. One question I definitely opened up for me is because my wife works at an optometrist and I looked right at her. I'm like, is this the shit that goes beyond? Because <laughs> I need to know this shit. Because like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you know what? Brody's been quiet. Yeah, we got to well, hear Brody. Brody's, Brody's just been Brody. waiting. Because like, I, no, come I, on, I, unleash I just, it. I just want to say, I, and I said, mentioned this in a chat and I'm, Brody didn't hear me say it. it was, but I feel like this movie could fit very comfortably in the Hellraiser universe. Oh, yeah. A yeah. lot of the same themes going oh, on yeah. between the two. Yeah. All right. So, Brody, your your thoughts? Oh, oh like yeah. Well, um, obviously, think it's a way ahead of its time, like you have already elaborated on. Um, but I also think it reflects, obviously, on the term that you know back then that TV rots your brain, and what it and what you could do, or what it could be as a weapon. You know, so because because what I like about it is the fact that it definitely borders on the line of reality, mind fucking the viewers' view on life and what it what is and isn't real and like steve said it really elaborates on today's themes and that but it's it's weird to actually think that um cronenberg was able to create such a fucking fantastic film back then that elaborates so much today so i think and and that's where it comes in that he was way ahead of his time so um yeah i just love the fact that it's it's new it's something different and i can appreciate it Oh, I, I just I just really appreciate Cronenberg's work and style, and how he's able to like really craft this unique vision of what he represents as a society through the the television landscape of like just all this weird shit that's happening. But he's able to elaborate on it in a certain way that makes sense, but doesn't make sense if you know what I mean. Because throughout right. the visual telling of this film, it's like. Well, reality, non-reality, and I've seen this a few times now, and it's a weird one because it like it all like it works for me, but it always has me second guessing what I think is real or not, and it definitely feel, feels like my brain is rotting thinking about this film. Hence, giving us that realism of the term TV rots your brain, as mm-hmm. I was saying earlier. So yeah, I I fucking love this film, and I love the creativity that went into behind it because it's a th- it's a thinking. It's a thinking man's horror film, if you know what I mean, because you have to watch it a few times, study it throughout the dialogue, the characters themselves, some of the shit that they do and say to make you think, yeah, is it reality or non-reality? Like Steve said at the end of the film, is it just he's fucked up? Is he alive? Like, if if, do you know what I mean? Honestly, I feel like I could double feature this with jacob's ladder yes i feel like we're yeah, almost discussing this i was driving home i was driving home thinking the exact same just thing. the way he's explaining of... that i'm just like yep. man that's like jacob's ladder you're like fucking yeah. Really mm-hmm. talking about. <laughs> yeah so that scene in question for at least me dude that definitely like threw me out of reality and i don't know what it is was for you homies but it was when in his dream he's whipping the tv and then he comes out of it and he uh thinks um what's your name is dead in his bed Masha. yeah dude that whole like fucking scene yep. and then you find out she's not or maybe she was i don't you don't know like what that dude did because he's all part of it too you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and the fact that they never mention her again throughout the rest of the movie right so like yeah. was she off to like dude was she that was the real? whole thing i mean that's a, that's yeah that's i'm a assuming she was real because she was always she was already an agent prior to him watching to him it. like right because yeah. like she was trying to sell him the weird like Athens goddess softcore porn. Soft porn. Yeah. yeah, it was full softcore, dude. It was awesome. But 
he met Nikki before he watched it, and she wasn't. She was dead. She was dead. No, no, no. She wasn't dead then. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure she was then. She was alive then, but then she went for her so two she, weeks like she did, but then she was killed. Okay. And they filmed all the shit just like they did with the dead guy, and they used the shit that they filmed to lure him in like she was Or alive. was she? What's that? We don't know if she was really dead. Well, they... Just... Uh, no, because the one she point. said... Bianca no, told him. Bianca did, though. And I thought Bianca was the one who, like, kind of, like, sussed mm. everything out. I mean, I guess she could have lied about it. See, see, my whole... when the, the moment that I went that I don't trust anything in this movie is the immediately when they're first together in bed on the floor and the background changes behind them. I said, I don't trust what's going on in this movie. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. That like, and that was only what fifteen minutes in. Not even, dude. The first red flag is when she's like, "Yo, I just want you to cut me a little bit right here." Yeah, well, yeah. you know what? Like, listen. <laughs> and she already had cuts. Yes. See, right. And that's the other thing. It's like, and even he's like, "Well, it looks like somebody's already kind of done that a little bit." It's like a little. Uh, no. So that the, the put the, a knife the, in my dick hole, and I'm just not. Feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the thing that the thing that really um, stuck with me is that, yeah, like he he's already seen Videodrome. He's starting to have visions because of the tumor scenario inside his head. When they put the machine on his head, he never takes it off after that. Yes. So yeah, they, they put the machine on his head, and then he starts having these really bad hallucinations. So because that's when he that wakes moment, up in bed, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So from okay. that moment onwards to the end of the film, because he never takes it off, are we just seeing these hallucinations play out in the machine? That's a good possibility. Oh, you know what? I yeah, didn't think I, about that. I one. never thought about that till you said something. Because yeah, we so never everything see else again. after that could be like fake or is it real? Yeah. Or was because there's this real, real weird scene that Cronenberg adds in. It's like, or was everyone <laughs> in on it? Because you know his right hand man that finds him video drone. Mm-hmm. They have that conversation. Like it was all set up, and the fact that he had power to release Videodrome, being head of the TV company. So in reality, was everything like did ev- everything that happened was real after he put on that machine, or was it just his hallucinations that were just sort of mind fucking us as an audience? Like it was right. That, that's and what like, I mean. Like, yeah, and there's no scene after that that even indicates whether any of it happened. There's no scene where you could go, yeah, he definitely took it off or no, so it's still on. That might make yeah. a little bit more sense because my questioning was when, and I, I, I miss his name, but the pirateer there, the, the other guy, the curly haired dude. Oh, yeah. When he wants to give him the new assignment and he's got a fleshy videotape. Now, all the videotapes have been pulsating at this point or been kind of looking like boobs, maybe. I'm not sure how to take it, dude. Like, shrink this down there but like so when he put it in his gut that time and obviously he was already flipped over and he's in the new flesh i'm assuming he was eating his hand but what like did he have a grenade in there what the fuck was on his hand i think that's what that was supposed to be okay there's a blue him up yeah Yeah, right but that's what i'm trying to figure out i'm like when the fuck did he get a grenade what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, how did it go from this fleshy, tumory fucking VHS to a grenade yeah. hand? Like, when he inserts it in his But he stomach, didn't even have, like, a, right, he had, like, a stump left with the grenade, like, stuck on it. Like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, dude, like, what the fuck is going on in this movie right now, mm-hmm. dude? Like, because I am, like, this is, like, Inception-level shit, dude. This is, like, three different levels yeah. of fuck. 
Woo, welcome back, Zeus. Um, there's a yeah, lot I don't, to I, take I, in in this movie. So, like, right. So, like, did that dude really blow up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did yeah. I, like you said, did it's, any of this actually happen? Did he never take the VR helmet off? Or here's another thing. Maybe he put the VR helmet on and it's still reading his mind, but he could have been dead the whole time. It could play your mind stuff back. Maybe it's like an infinite loop of him being in this new reality. And then he's just like living that out now sort of thing. Oh, who, who the fuck knows? When did he kill the two his two partners? Was it after the VR or before? After, after, after the VR. He because was, that's when they had control of him. Yeah. So he put the he put the helmet on and then all of that ensued. That's when. Yeah. Okay. You're, yep. 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 Which it's crazy to think how far that dude got around after just blasting two guys, which everybody yeah, saw say, that. Yes. Yes. And he just like, walks out oh. casually. There's a cop in the glasses in the optometrician that he's there. The cop doesn't even look up at him, dude, like at all. He's just, man. Maybe when they put that on his head, they're recording his hallucinations for a new TV show. And that could be like a part of the video drone for it. And that's what ooh, that could be I a good indicator like that. that it's not real then. Yeah, like it's all it's all fiction. It could be just a new mm. show called Videodrome, and it's all coming from James Woods's head. That's a fucked up show. Then what channel? Well, I mean, we're getting a snuff show already, so that's true. Yeah, we are. And they already said like this dude. They mentioned before like they already have like what a cocaine simulation show. And, yeah, like, so they already got some shit that's kind of on edge. Obviously. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, and happy ha- birthday happy, yeah. to your daughter too. Happy birthday to your daughter, buddy. Yes. Absolutely. No, this is uh this movie definitely. I feel like I need to watch a solid another time. Yeah. To really I mean, like watch it high. Maybe it'll make more. No, sense I did. That might make it less. That might oh, make less I sense. did. No. What if you enter video drum if you're high while watching it? It's. It's. It got really weird because, like, I was like, man, I was starting to really question, like, where the horror was in this movie. And I'm not it. It's definitely a different type. I would say maybe it's a little in the beginning. It's more adjacent. But then when you start to get into the weird body horror and like the TV actually becoming alive and shit like that, I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. This is some what's creeping me out the most. The videotapes when they started breathing. I don't know why that creeped me out. So the one looked like the one was pulsating, but it also looked like it was trying to like grow into boobs. And I was like, what the fuck yeah, is something? <laughs> Honestly, it just made me want to watch like old fucking peewee shit and everything just because the weird mm-hmm. claymation and everything. The funny thing is like seeing those old videotapes that really brought back a lot of memories because we had Betamax growing up and that's what those Bro. tapes were. And yeah. that's what I was wondering. I was like, I feel like those are Betamax because they only have the one side you could see a little bit smaller. So, was the VR helmet? Do you guys feel like just giving him that video drone signal so he would produce more? I think it was boosting it. I think it was. I think what they were doing is they were boosting it, essentially to turn him into somebody that they can control. Because obviously, we. I think that was. So it was like a hypnosis. The, the whole point. Okay. The whole point was to send this out over a signal to unlock people's minds yeah. that are of the same frequency to get them to do their bidding you don't like this person hey let's get them to kill this person my question is hey it doesn't fall on us why why attach it to the snuff films and shit at that point like you could put it on any kind of broadcast if that's all because true but they wanted the seedy people like they were saying america north america got lazy yeah you know everybody else was advancing so what better way to 
rid society of of, of these pests other than than to broadcast it on the you know a channel where these people that are are deemed like you know heathens essentially it's because sex they're gonna sex and violence sells that's it that's yo exactly. man that, I'm, yeah i'm just saying that the main doctor from what was it from beyond the the og doctor that turned he definitely would have been part of this fucking ring oh, oh yeah, yeah definitely yes oh yeah no doubt been like yes i am all for this <laughs> <laughs> no this movie was cool though man like it was it i chad and i talked about it we both really did not know how we felt a few hours after watching it like i thought about it all night and morning because i'm like, still i'm still up in the air as to what i'm gonna rate this to be honest it's it's gonna it's, uh, yeah no no and i'm glad we talked about that it that makes me happy what's that i said that makes me so happy well <laughs> everybody's just like so confused no i mean it's and that's a good thing because it's like like i said like last week it was a no-brainer you turn it off it's a fucking popcorn flick but hmm. it's like this one it's like you got to think about this it. one you could like you don't have to think about it but i feel like it makes you do it re like you're going to yeah, do it i think that's just, the point of the whole right movie. like you because like now you're just going to start questioning obviously your own kind of reality and shit like that. this is, like this is going to be one of those weird movies and it's like the first maniac where it's just yeah like two weeks later i was still thinking about it processing it i feel like yeah it's for sure because it's just going to be like what the because like i'm still like what the fuck did i watch <laughs> yeah because like i was i gotta say man i was not expecting a stomach pussy yeah. or a stomach pussy pocket yeah. or whatever the fuck you want to call it it's a it was a stomach pussy vcr that right, was dude. that was the most weird i think like i wish he held more i mean obviously he had a grenade in there at some point but he held his gun in there for the longest time which was cool that they brought that back out like it just didn't disappear and it was just like oh what the hell happened there like no it was storing it for this whole time or was it you know what i mean like I don't, ah, dude yeah this movie's like fucking the last freddy or the uh, new nightmare it's just like you don't fucking know <laughs> it's all yeah oh god but no man effects were solid they look yes. great they especially even today man like whatever cut i watched was clean as fuck so mm -hmm. yeah, james wood james wood even though was looking young as fuck somehow my wife agrees that or she even said she's like he looks young but he still looks fucking old yeah <laughs> yeah like, well that's 80s man they just they aged way harder yeah, but if you watch him here and watch him in like John Carpenter's Vampires, he looks this fucking it looks same. the same. Yep. yep. He looks a little rougher, and I think he looks better at Vampires. Like he looks a little like, even though he looks a little older, like he's got a little more like, edge to him. Yeah, like we're like this. Just I don't know. He looks like, wow. I just love James Woods to be honest. He's, yeah, James Woods was younger than me in Videodrome than I am now. <laughs> oh wow, he was thirty six. Okay, yeah, he's all right. The, I don't know, man. Like I said, dude, 80s you, you, people just fucking aged harder back in the day. They did. I don't know. It's all that yeah, fucking that's smoke. Why I dude. use my gold bond with retinol. Okay, bro. Okay. Think of restaurants back in the day when you were just like smoking section or non smoking, but the non smoking yes, didn't matter. Dude. Okay, so they didn't matter because it was right there. Even, anyway. even, even like in the 90s, people aged different because, and let me, let me just mention this because, um, think about a couple weeks ago, we were watching Oxygen. It was one of those snapped episodes. And it was about Selena and the woman who killed her, right? Mm -hmm. And it showed um, what, what was her name, Steve? Yolanda, Yolanda Saldivar, yeah. that fucking cunt. But <laughs> showed pictures of her and showed video footage of her, and I'm like, she's in her mid thirties, and she looked sixty. 
Yeah, she fuck did. Her. Yeah. Yeah, fuck her. But yeah, what she looked so much older than what she really was. And it's just weird how people, you know, I see people my own age and people you know, 40s that don't look like they're in their 40s. But, you know. So I mean, on the investigation that I did two weeks ago, they had a uh, section of letters and stuff from serial killers. And they had a letter from Yolanda Saldivar. And my favorite part of the night was walking up there by myself and talking shit to her and throwing her picture of the finger. Mm-hmm. Can't w- I can't wait till she dies. I can't wait till she dies. <laughs> Selena was fucking hot and I loved her. And yeah, she was, she was a nice. good looking woman for sure. 100%. She was super nice. She gave back to the community. She didn't deserve to die. What's her but name? I'll look her up. Who, Yolanda Saldivar or Selena? Yeah, y- Yolanda. Was it Yolanda? I was like, you Yolanda? Just look at Selena and you'll find it. Yeah, you'll yeah, find it. It'll be like one of the first She's ones. like a Selena's killer. She looks like a dog. But Sounds like she one. looks like if Droopy <laughs> I mean, Dog was she also a real life person. Probably one of those people that, yo, know, man, you live a haggard life, dude. You just look, you know what I mean? You look like it. Too, that so. was something, buddy. That's that's overweight Hispanic women for you. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Shots fired. I'm an overweight Hispanic male, so it's whatever. <laughs> hey, man. It's all good. Oh, shut so, up. You're a sexy fucking thing, Steve. Shut up. So what else can yeah. we say about this movie, man? Like, I mean... <sighs> Shot wise, it had some crazy the, shots. I like the like flipping from like different TVs when he's like flipping them yeah. and shit because it's the one chick and then it goes to the other. The, and this was my overall second watch, and I I don't know if oh. I could, I still don't know. Oh yeah, look at that, Jesus. That's, that's a, yeah, she's fucking yeah. Rosie O'Donnell, but uh, but um, Ooh, like, fucking does. <laughs> But this is my overall second watch of this movie, and it's still, even after two times, I still just want to go, man, where was this? I want to see where this universe was going still. I do I do have to say I'm a little bit surprised. I think maybe I was expecting it to be a little more extreme than it was. Okay. Yeah. Because it was Cronenberg? Yeah, yeah, because it's Cronenberg. Yeah. It was definitely not as over top of the, as I was afraid of. So that worked in its in its favor. And, and I'm glad I went into the uh, very clear mind of... Uh, what to expect see i it, just knowing that it was cronenberg i was like okay there's gonna be some body horror and it's gonna be kind of fucked but i would agree like i i expected it to go way worse for just how we started yeah I was like, oh shit because we're starting with straight up bdsm right in the beginning so i'm like oh okay this is what we're starting with we're only gonna get fucking worse well, you know, it definitely went a little. <laughs> I had different. I had to rewind it and rewatch the beginning just to make sure I caught the same thing. It was when he when he got up in the morning and he's sitting there looking at the pictures and he fucking dunks pizza crust in his fucking cappuccino. Yeah. That what was the disgusting. Fuck was that, dude? <laughs> I'm like, wait, did he dip that pizza crust in there? And I fucking rewound it to make yeah, sure. Yeah, no, we definitely we here too we were like what what the fuck did he just dip that pizza yeah. in i was like i don't know what he dipped it in but it wasn't marinara sauce so whatever whatever it was was wrong it was, it was, was fucking... yeah he, it was a cappuccino he had the, the I mean, at that point at that point it's bread whatever bread with sauce on it no not whatever that's what is this fucking end of days arnold's power fucking shake dude <laughs> <laughs> that power <laughs> shake looked more appetizing than what he shake. did in this movie no, oh, it didn't. Because that, that was literally yeah. the same thing with like five extra things. Plus, Pepto. with with Chinese food, Chinese food, beer, Pepto Bismol, and a piece of pizza. Beautiful. Gross. <laughs> 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 uh, um, anything else we want to discuss before we have Chad go behind the curtains, gentlemen? No, I think I we touched on a good bit of it. 
I think All he right. needs to spread that stomach pussy and take a look. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, spread that Yikes. stomach pussy. Okay, so there were three different endings filmed. The ending, used, the ending used in the films was uh, James Woods' idea. Okay. Oh, really? I, I don't know exactly what the other two endings are. I know there's an ending that has like an epilogue. kind of. I'll get to that further on down. But I don't think that... I don't know for sure if that was one of the three film endings or if just something they, uh, they added on for the TV version. Oh, oh, I kind of want to see the. I want to see the epilogue now. It ended with him walking. Um, there was a giant like box, and he was like, "Ooh, piece of candy! Ooh, piece of candy! Ooh, piece of candy!" Oh my god, dude! <clears throat> His last reality was he was a vampire slayer, and he went off into the desert. Oh, oh that would, oh, that's no, and then he ended up in a cartoon. All right, <laughs> continue. <laughs> yes, but before he was that cartoon, he was Hades. Yes, he was. Oh, no. The best Disney gay friend from the 90s. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. I'm going to have to go watch it. I'm going to have to watch that this week. Hercules. I've never seen it. It's, Dude, oh. I like it. I like it. I didn't like it the first time, but as an adult, I appreciate It's kind of like uh, Emperor's New Groove. Dude, I was like just going to say I watched that. it. Watch it again coming as adult. Fucking love it. Oh, I, I love so. Emperor's New Groove. Anything after Lion King, <clears throat> with the exception of Lilo and Stitch, I did not watch. Oh, dude, you missed out on Atlantis, Treasure Planet. Yep. So Those Atlantis, a lot of people missed out on. Like that was one that was just that was a solid. But one. I can I can feel you. I kind of felt the same way for a while, and then I think after like two thousand, I started getting into them more. Lion King just has my favorite fucking song in it, and I just I love it so much. Fair it's my enough. Movie. All right, what else we got, Chad Daddy? Uh, let's see. David Cronenberg had to double for James Woods in the scene, which Max put the helmet on his head because both were afraid to a point that he might be electrocuted by it. Oh shit. Holy shit. I love, how the hell do they make that helmet? I don't know, but I love the fact that the director is more worried about his actor and says, fuck it. I'll do it. If I die, I die. That <laughs> makes me wonder though. I, what, what? Yeah. What like how the that fuck was that cop so job? dangerous, right? Like how bad was that cop job together? Where like, they I had exposed know, but... wires or something. They thought that shit would fucking wow. Oh, why did it put it under Project Louder? <laughs> <laughs> because Project Louder has a beautiful penis. It, it, does. it does. Except for me. Shut up. It's 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 we all have Louder. a beautiful thingamajiggy down there. It, it's like the thing. It's all combined into one just it's all combined here. Blob. Yep. We share a penis. <laughs> Mine's just right. the biggest one out of them all. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a truth. <laughs> the majority of the trailer was created with the Commodore 64 computer. What? No shit. Are you serious? Awesome. I don't think I've ever seen the trailer, so I can't uh, confirm that. I haven't either, but I want to now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I kind of at times missed having the trailer on here, but we don't need to be red flagged for it. Yeah, no, dude. Uh, yeah, no, we don't. I do miss having the trailers. I was thinking about that the other day. Right, because sometimes it's a nice little refresh if you watch it a few days uh, beforehand. Yeah. It's all right. Anyway. See, lately I've been watching, before I start the movie, I'll watch the trailer, and I didn't do it this time. Ooh, there you go. Okay, uh, among the scenes that were scripted but deleted was one where Max Ren's TV rises up out of his bathtub while showing an image. The crew had researched how to do this. There had been talk of having the actor in the tub and come up with several different solutions. One involved filling the tub with a clear fluid that was non-conductive, but that would have cost $25 a quart. The crew eventually decided to take a real All TV. jelly I bet they would use for that. Yeah, Maybe. 
and that's that's 1980 $25. That's probably like a hundred bucks now. Yeah. All right. Um, so the crew eventually decided to make a real TV and simply cover its insides with layers of waterproofing insulation. It worked. They dunked the TV into a swimming pool and found to their astonishment that TVs float due to the ultra high vacuum inside the picture tube. The scene hmm. was axed just before it was about to be filmed. Hmm. I think that would have been a really cool scene, to be honest. Dude, if they did that, that would have been pre-Freddy. That would have been stealing the Freddy glove out of the yeah. fucking tub scene, dude, with a TV. Yeah. You know, that I uh, love the fact that they literally went through every possibility because you don't get that today. You don't get that creativity. That just that shows. CGI. Fuck CGI. Yeah, today they just CGI it. Oh, cocksuckers. Continue. It wouldn't have the it wouldn't have that good veininess that it had. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay continuing on the tv station civic tv is patterned after city tv oh. an actual television station that started out That's in cool. toronto and was particularly famous for showing soft core sex films as part of its late night programming schedule at one point in the film one of max wren's partners is called moses which is a reference to city tv founder modus Zneimer. all right this is must, this is pre me pre my time i huh. that's pre my time even I only got to enjoy Skinamax, so scrambled, scrambled, or scrambled, and then HBO, uh, HBO late night too. I had that growing up. HBO's real sex. Yeah, 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 that's what I watched. Taxi Cab Confessions. Yeah, I watched that one. I watched. Yeah, I remember that one. See, the problem is, I watched it, but the only thing that ever stays in my head with Taxi Cab Confession. Is the SNL skit of Taxi Cab Confession? <laughs> Chris Farley has anal warts. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Jesus Christ. Chad just had a flashback. He passed it on to somebody else, or somebody passed it on to him. Well, he, yeah, he was because he was going to a gay bar that he like that... got it passed to him at the end. He's like, I went to a bar and got anal warts. That was it. <laughs> uh, continue. Uh... Enough for that. Oh, the 90s. Yep. <laughs> During filming of the cathode ray mission sequence, the film's gaffer, Jock Brandis, uh, walked in and casually informed the crew that the power lines to the building were smoking because of the load imposed on them by the TV sets. Oh, shit. So they damn near caused an electrical fire. Can we just talk about how he was smoking in that first scene on the talk show, dude? Like, that was fantastic. Yeah. That was very 80s. Very 80s. But it was also kind of like this but it was also just like a little bit of douchey because like just as they opened it up, dude, like he blew it right in her fucking face. <laughs> and I was like, damn, dude, like can you just blow it off to the side a little bit? Or no, I also love the thing. fact that he's in the middle of an interview and he just looks at the girls like, I really want to take you out to dinner later. Right? Like, like, can we do that? Like, yes, you can, dude. You're the man. She went to dinner. Work? It, it worked, worked, you know what I mean? Power play, dude, right yeah, there. Yeah, next thing you know, it's cut me here, pierce me here. <laughs> hey, man. I'm not going to kink shame. Some people are into it. Whatever. Hey, no, I'm not kink shame. I'm just saying. It's all it takes anymore. Okay, continuing on. The character of Barry Convex was inspired by televangelist Jim Baker. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, wow. I that's, do. That's, that's a bit of a stretch, but I can. Yeah, as you say, I can kind of see that. That's taking me back a little bit, dude. I had to think about that for a second. The fact that a televangelist is what's used for that really makes you wonder. I loved how, like, I do love how they kept him alive, though. Like, he just had that many videotapes. Like, 
it just makes me think of like how AI generated shit could like happen today where like you would never know if somebody died if they really want. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I assume that the tapes of him were alive. That's what I always thought. Oh, you thought he was alive in the tapes? Yeah, he's alive in the tapes. He transcended. He became the new flesh mm. in the tape. Oh, I still took it as he was dead and he just like literally prepped that much ahead of time. But he was talking directly to James Woods. Yeah, but dude, once again, where the fuck is James? We don't know where James Woods' reality is at at this point. And, so and, and, and the talk show. And Bianca said that it, that's, yeah. But see, the talk show, there was no like, he didn't say any specific names in that one. He just said like, so I'm like, yo, man, she could take her time and take snippets from each one and essentially put that together i mean look at the shit people do now do where they put together songs just from people's like talk shows which is true so, oh, oh dude. Mean, yeah i heard so ai like now they're recreating voices mm-hmm. with ai i saw fucking a, or i heard an ai with tupac and biggie rapping uh jay-z and kanye's n-word in paris oh how did it sound fucking Awesome. Really? Already, already looked like you wanted to say yeah. something there for a second. Oh, no. I just wanted to ask Steve about that theory you were talking about. So um, uh, the the doctor or whatever his name was, did you say he sort of transcended himself to the videos? I that That's what I always assumed was that he transcended to the videos. That's why she, when she spoke of her father, she never spoke of him in the past tense. Yeah. That's true. She I, never did. Yeah, because she said, this, she is did, what's, she said it, this is what's left of him and it was all these videotapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't I like I said, I honestly I that's just always how I took it. Now, there's nothing to confirm it. Yeah. But that's just how I always took it, because when he's talking to James Woods, he's talking to James. Let's say his name specifically. Yeah. And granted, granted, yes, you guys make a good point that he was already fucking cuckoo. But I mean, is it is it so far fetched to believe that that was the point of all of this was to transcend into the new flesh, Mm. meaning you become something that he did say the video was the next level of existence. And that was essentially reality in itself. So. And, yeah, he did. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Are they able to transcend themselves into the video because they kill him on the video? Cause they choke, they, they strangle well, him to death. So uh, he already had the, before that. His daughter said right. he died in the hospital. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. So but yeah, could, but they, but no, but they choke him on the screen. Right. Right. They, but that one, like, what Steve is saying is essentially he could live in any tape. He could die in any tape, but then be re- resurrected by a new tape, essentially, oh, like or like oh, you know, just alive in that tape per se. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so there's well, like he's, a, tra- he's transcending to the new flesh. So maybe he doesn't die that way. But well, when he was telling him, when he was telling him, "Oh, I was the first victim of the Videodrome," I think that was just all a theatric because essentially he got the tumor from you know the Videodrome to begin with. He was in the hospital because he was sick. So essentially, they didn't murder him the way that he died in the videotape. He died, you know, of natural causes or whatever the fuck he died of, you know, in the hospital. So I think when he was talking to James Woods and he showed that he was the first victim, it wasn't him really dying. It was just him being dramatic in explaining. Yeah. Yeah. And explaining what the fuck was going on. That's that's kind of how I took it. That makes the, sense. The first time, the first time I watched it, I don't even know because I was so like, "What the fuck is even happening?" But when he said to Max, he's like, 
they removed a tumor from my brain that was videodrome. And I was just like, oh, so they removed a tumor from his brain and it was like in the shape of a VHS. <laughs> and, th- and this was videodrome. And that's how it started. And then they used him as a guinea pig to create more videodromes. Like I was, okay. That's a whole different thing. It was, See, it was so scene, fucking weird. I thought that scene, I wasn't expecting him to get killed off in it. I thought we were going to watch him get like weirdly like kinked out yeah like, that's what I was like they're like too. strapping his arms i'm like yo bro are we gonna start watching this dude getting like spanked or something like that but then he's like trying to explain <laughs> like what videodrome is like but then we see the girl nikki and i'm like yo don't tell me she did some shit to this man <laughs> i mean she did but see i think this film is in the same universe as cronenberg's latest film crimes of the future because they Ooh, deal with, i still have to watch that they deal with the scenario of creating new organs as an art form. So like Vigo Mortis's character will create these new organs inside of him that no one actually has that are sort of tu- like, they're like tumors themselves, but they're tattooed and it's a really weird concept. And I think this would be in the same universe as Videodrome to that extent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, just a little sidebar, but that's no, no, no. I got when, when that doctor was talking about how he's tumor was removed and then he sort of states it as it's a new organ for the body it doesn't necessarily have to be a tumor they just say it is right so there was just this weird thing that i was sort of picking up on that's no that's i yeah weird word yeah Yeah. chad daddy okay so for the breathing screen effect a film camera shot footage of a tv screen playing a video of debbie harry uh this film was then rear projected onto an inflatable airtight rubber chamber inside the television uh, I'm gonna skip down through all the. Bro, I thought he was gonna put it. his dick in the TV. Um, right? How did I? <laughs> I would have. So, You're Rick, like, yo, look at them lips. Rick, I mean, he, lips. I mean, he did that later in Scary Movie too. But Rick you know. Baker's team always used simple cable and pressure controls to puppeteer live performances. Airflow was often regulated by blowing air through an assortment of tubes, but the TV proved too large and complex for this approach. Physical effects supervisor Frank Carrera devised a solution to grossly oversimplify. Carrera outfitted a keyboard organ with a valve air compressor. The result was a device that could inflate air bladders in sequence when the operator pressed certain keys. And um, James Woods said it was basically like feeling a giant boob. Ha! Sounds like a good time. Sounds like it. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely was like, oh man, he's going to fuck that TV. He did not. I thought they were going to go there. <laughs> He's a much stronger man than I. Right? I feel like that could be a that should be like a scene in Family Guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Peter would like if it was Peter like he would stop and like look both ways to like make sure nobody else is looking and be like and always, zip. And you just, you just hear zip and it just cuts. Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> right? Like she's going for the kiss and it's like you don't even do the kiss. You're like, "Well, <laughs> You're like it's gonna give you, be like blown, getting blown by a giant. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continuing on. The film was shot in Toronto in the late fall of '81 because Canadian government-funded films were beholden to non-negotiable cutoff dates. Production had to wrap by the end of the calendar year. As a oh, consequence, shit. David Cronenberg and his crew had to start shooting without a finished script. Now, to be clear, Cronenberg did have a complete script when filming began, but it was a prototype. In fact, this prototype was wilder, more audacious, and by all accounts, more shocking script. I want to see that now. Yeah, but dude, trying to like maybe putting that out nowadays? Yeah, but in 83? Like, dude, I just feel like this is taboo. 
I feel like this is very taboo for then and almost even maybe for now. Maybe just because it correlates to a lot of shit now, too. But, huh. Or how much more, like, against the fence he wanted to go. I mean, knowing Cronenberg, his, he's he kind would, of endless in a the lot The other thing is, like, would he have even got that R rating? Like, probably not. No. <laughs> this would have been a video nasties number one than if he did If this, this wasn't already. I'm sure. I think it was, too. Was this on there? Do you have that, Chad, at all, or no? What's that? Was this a video nasty by chance? I didn't see it. Okay, no, no biggie. But what else we got, homie? Uh, the videotapes used in the film were Betamax format. This is because VHS cassettes were too large to fit into the false stomach for special effects scenes. Yeah. His pussy was too little. Um, <laughs> too tight. That's right. <laughs> Fucking Betamax, baby. An epilogue was planned but never filmed. In it, Max Ren, Bianca Oblivion, and Nikki Brand appear on the okay, so this is one of them appear on the set of Videodrome. Bianca and Nikki are shown to have chest slits of their own from which emerge strange mutated sex organs. The concept was also used in one of Cronenberg's earlier films, Rabid. The scene was scrapped along with many others due to cost overruns, bad timing. Uh, and the sheer difficulty of executing such a special effects scene. A number of other ambitious special effects sequences were also dropped. Fair enough. I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see that, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to envision like what kind of organs are coming out of them. Are they like, a giant peen and a giant vagine? The one thing that pisses me off about his stomach vagina is that he's already been broken in. <laughs> it's, like it's already like happened hot, before. Hot dog in a hallway. Oh, well, like, oh good guy. One of them is like, what if one of them's a vagina and one of them's an asshole? And then he just grows like a giant fucking weird phallic dick. No, she would have the giant weird phallic yes. dick since he's already got the vagina. Yeah. Uh, she's going to peg his stomach. It, it would just come out of her. Like, it came out of her. But they said chest, right? So they were having the split yes. between the titties because they wanted the titties in the shot. And, got the, and the titties would have been the balls. Got the titties would have been the balls. There you go. There you go. And I'm gonna leave. Never mind. In today's day and age, that'd be like, oh, what the fuck, dude? There's an anime out there that's done that. You know what? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Wasn't that? Wasn't that like, uh, fuck? One of the stories in one of the VHS movies. Oh, I know what yes, you're talking was. about. Yes, yes, yes and yeah. no. Yes and no. Are you talking about the monster penis and the monster vagine? The, yes. Yeah, that was the third one. That was yes. the third was one. The third yeah. One? yeah, yeah. All that made me think about. Still haven't uh, seen those. The uh, first two were good. Yes. I didn't like the third one, and I didn't watch the fourth one, but I know that they're rebooting it, right? Yeah. Yes, they are. And it's the hey, VHS. It's already out. The new one's already out. Why are they re- is it? rebooting it? It doesn't really. Hey, hey, what's up, sense. Emily? Emily. Hey. Howdy, Emily. Howdy, howdy. Hey. Um, what else we got, Chad, Daddy? Okay, the director's cut contains the following additional footage that was cut from the theatrical release to get an R rating. During the Samurai Dreams scene, a dildo only partially seen in the R-rated version is fully visible. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. That was a yeah. weird-looking meat dildo, dude. Yes, it was. <laughs> like, that definitely had some, like, weird texture going on to he it. He was very, very horny. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she had to You're going to get us canceled, dildo, buddy. <laughs> Never! Hey, it's all in my Ancestry.com. If they want a list, I can do all of it. Listen, I like that it was just dressed up like a little samurai. Like, she had to undress it. It was like... Awesome. <laughs> the first shot of Videodrome in Harlan's workroom runs longer. The next scene in Harlan's workroom shows a different and more graphic take of the Videodrome broadcast. 
Is that the one where like it shows in the background and it's way clearer than it's ever been when they show it up close? Uh, yeah. Okay. The scene in which Max pierces Nikki's ear has been extended. Mm. I don't know if I want to see more piercing. Yeah, I don't know. That was it didn't do anything for me, man. I got to say that (laughs) I'm sure there's some people out there that definitely like this movie was eye opening for them. Uh, the shot of Max shooting his second partner is slightly longer, and Barry Convex's death uh, goes another shot. Okay, okay. So not too much. Yo, was was his one partner not George Costanza? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, dude, whatever. When in that one scene when he was saying his little spiel, he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "This isn't dirty enough for me," and I'm like, "That's Costanza, dude. This is 1983 George Costanza." <laughs> fucking rocking that shit so it's frank costanza it is yeah. dude. <laughs> frank always had a head of hair so that's true so i say it's gotta be george it's just earlier george and he wasn't loud enough for frank right mm. fucking a you guys are not winning me over on this movie no sean i'm gonna tell you straight up it's a it's an interesting fucking watch for yes. give it a, sure give it a chance like it's yes. not it's not bad by any means it's just definitely more of like a head scratcher like it's, it's thought provoking it's yeah. which if you if you're not in the mood to think totally don't watch understandable it. i did not know i was going to be in the mood to think but i had to be so this <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay it's okay because you know what like i got my popcorn flick with evil dead this weekend so yeah yeah you know what i mean and maybe that's not given it enough credit because i feel like even that's better than just a popcorn flick but it feels closer in the vein Sean said, "We're not winning him over in this movie." No, that's what I'm saying. He's gotta yeah. give it a shot. Give it a gotta, shot. gotta give it a shot. Gotta watch it, man. Weird... Gotta watch it. Yes, it's definitely. I would say it's horror adjacent, more sci-fi. He's personally. like he, He's like, oh, sorry, as I make noise. He'll definitely, definitely be watching, be watching it alone. Nikki will watch this with you. You'll be fine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be good. Okay, just don't tell her about that stomach pussy, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Continuing could be on. Title. That could be. That's true. It'd be like them watching video drum, you know, it has the opposite effect than you intended. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the TV version first released to syndication is a slightly different edit with extra additional material as follows. A very different and extended introduction with longer opening titles presented over red themed paintings. A longer version of Max's business meeting with the Japanese salesman, including a reminiscence about a girl in a Hong Kong hotel, a sinister foreshadowing of the disappearing video drum performers. Hmm. Extended sales meeting at Civic TV, a very brief additional line of dialogue in Harlan's lab, an extension of the scene with Max and Nikki watching video drum, which I'm kind of curious how they tiptoe around that being this is a TV version. Yeah, that's a good question. It had to be a late night TV version. It's the only thing I could think of. You could probably do some quick edits so you don't actually see like the piercing going into the ear. I was more talking about the stuff that they watched. It's actually on video drum. They have to like seriously blur that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's hardcore fucking like just super blur. Yeah. Uh, an extended version of Brian's monologue in which he comments, you've got a nice little addiction going. Nikki calls Max and explains she was behind his first major hallucination, and Brian makes a return appearance, telling Max to take advantage of his position. Mm. 
Nikki picks up Max in a limo and notes how much she likes his current incarnation, including his sick and wonderful hallucinations. That woman's got some daddy issues, but we can address so that. I'm later. assuming that would be more as instead of the limo where he just picks up and watches the TV, probably. Right. Something like that. Barry Convex offers a greatly expanded backstory about the optical accumulator as a military device. Interesting. I feel like that's key information that should have been left in. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Well, didn't they kind of allude to that? Did they? Well, they as, they, as a weapon. Yeah, I, they, I think they mentioned like as a weapon. Yeah, they mentioned he, yeah. Did, he worked on something for the military, but it was just kind of dropped right after that. Okay. Huh. Uh, Max walks down the street and sees a very different version of himself in a store window. An alternate shortened version of Barry's con- Barry Convex's assassination made safe for US TV. Uh, <laughs> Max nervously sees a news report about the shootings on TV and encounters a mentally disturbed homeless man. An extended version of Max's solo. Wait, didn't we get that? I saw the homeless guy. The homeless I saw, guy yeah, with I the saw TV the homeless where he's guy. Like, yeah. had the battery and shit. He's like, hey, daddy, hey, my ba- hey, daddy, yeah, hey, daddy, yeah. hey, daddy, hey, my battery is daddy. Yeah, I don't understand why they that's listed on here. An extended version of Max's solo excursion deeper into the heart of the city in his own psyche, revealing more of the boat interior. And mm-hmm. finally, a TV epilogue. Pivotal lines of dialogue from the main characters are reiterated over the same paintings seen over the opening titles. Hmm. It doesn't say what the epilogue was, does it? It just just Bree playing some lines of the characters. Of, I don't know. Bullshit. Okay. All right. Okay, and All right. last, last but not least, the basis for Videodrome came from Cronenberg's childhood. Cronenberg used to pick up American television signals from Buffalo, New York, late at night after Canadian stations had gone off the air, and worried he might see something disturbing not meant for public consumption. Yeah. I like how his, just, uh, his, his, chi- his childhood fears were just kind of kinks. Yeah. yeah. He says it's fears, but that's just to make it look better. He's like, what really happened is I saw this shit. she would give fear boners. Fear boners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fear boner. Raging that's in a, your pants. See, that's a song right there. We need to write it. It is a song. It's on the league. It's been written. Oh, yeah. I was literally watching. The, I was started rewatching the league today. I love that show, dude. I don't like fantasy football. I don't even like football, but I love that fucking show, dude. I always, I always play Ellie's birthday song. I've never watched it. My God, dude! At the bar, I played it. I played at the it's bar for people when it's their birthday today. today. I love that song, dude. I have I'm, no idea what the league is. I, oh I have God. no idea what it is either. I don't have to like football. You don't have nope. to like fantasy football. This show nope. is fucking hilarious as hell. It there's like seven seasons of it. It's on Hulu. It was on FX about 10 years ago or so, maybe 12. Um, oh, my God, dude. It's it's one of those ones where it's like it's like it reminds me of like Always Sunny, where it starts yeah. off and you're kind of like, eh, I'm not sure. But, dude, the shit they like pull back in in every season and all the little nods to all the shit, dude, and just the way the show builds up. It's such a fucking good show. <laughs> it's it's dirty. Do not watch it's, it around your kids. It's on Hulu, Hulu, so yeah. I'll have to give it a watch. You gotta love a show with a child named Chalupa Batman. <laughs> well, that's not to like the fifth season, man. Like, Still doesn't oh, matter. Great, thanks. Chalupa you spoiled Batman. it. Now I don't even but know. No, watch it. The dude who's singing the birthday song, it's the his this one main guy's brother, and his name is Taco. And yeah, Taco. His, he's a Canadian comedian named John Joy. Yeah, see, dude, and you probably heard maybe a few of his songs. 
before, but like um, just in was it everyday? Show me your genitals. Show me your genitals was the biggest one. <laughs> um, and then like oh. average everyday white guy. What the fuck? Every every uh, I can't even think I'm of just your everyday. I'm just your everyday average. Everyday average normal guy. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Anyways, but like he sings in all the like all his episodes and shit, dude. But it's just this group of guys that are just like they're in fantasy football, but they're all friends, but they're all assholes. They're all trying to fuck each other. Yeah, they're all assholes to each other because they're all trying to like be dickholes even more so because they're in fantasy football. But there's like one guy, Paul Shear, who's fucking hilarious, but he's like He's always the gets shit on the worst the whole fucking time. <laughs> but yeah, go check it out sometime. All right. Just not with the kiddos. Gotcha. So anything else, Jay Daddy? We That's good. It, buddy. Okay, we're done. Gentlemen, what format did we watch this on? Amazon. Prime. Amazon. Arrow Blu-ray release. <clears throat> Coming in with the physical. I also did yeah, Amazon yeah. though. Uh douche of the film. Ooh, I'm gonna have to say that the dude convict? from the the dude from the op uh who's running the whole shindig, I would have to say. Yeah, ba- yeah. Ba- Barry big old Bezza. That son of a bitch. Yeah. I go with that, yeah. All right. He started this bullshit. Favorite kill. His death. Yeah, the dude, kill. whatever the fuck oh, happened with him. The tumor gun. Fucking, yeah, dude, just exploding on stage. Which once again I had to turn to the wife and asked to go, is this how like trade shows are for glasses where you just got people <laughs> dancing around and like i need is there's this whole secret underworld going on that i don't fucking know well it wouldn't be a secret underworld if she told you yeah right that's I true yeah but not i should only, at least know not only is his death fucking awesome but when max is like running down the hallway just outside that venue you can still hear him like moaning and groaning through the microphone yeah like, yeah he's like Rah. I love how once again, I love how once again he gets a he has a clean getaway from that. Right? Yeah. He's like everybody saw me shoot that guy. Ha ha. (laughs) I sorry, sorry. I had one question. So if this is all coming through that television that's on his head, like through through his hallucinations, and this Barry that put it on his head is watching it, he just watched. He now knows that Max wants to fucking kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting. Hey, you know what? I just realized why they're able to. He was able to get away both times after shooting someone. It's Canada. Ah, yeah. None of them have that John Wayne complex up but there. But it's not though. It's Philadelphia. Was it Pittsburgh? No. Where were they? Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. no, they Pittsburgh weren't. No, no, they weren't in Pittsburgh. Where did they say the transmission was coming from? They, they said, said it was transmission was coming from Pittsburgh. They weren't. That's in where Pittsburgh. they. No, that's where they were. The rest. Of, see, that's what was weird because they went to where the transmission was, but then. They kept just going back to the TV station like it was right across the fucking like. Road. That's true. Yeah, he makes a point. And I'm like, there. but then they go back again to like the optometry. Like, I don't know, or maybe that's what it was. Maybe just because there was the eyeglass place in like each town, so like that was the center. You could just go to that. I could be because it seemed like at least in they one were point, in like the they were just like back and forth like instantaneously. I mean, keep it. They were in Toronto. Keep in mind, there never oh. really was a broadcast to begin with, though. Oh, ooh, yeah, he's got a yeah, yeah. So maybe okay. Well, that's the thing. Was it real? Was it not? Well, wait. Then where did where did what's her name go? Then she went to Pittsburgh. That dead she Barry. went to Pittsburgh, right? That's what I'm saying. We died. don't know if she really died or not. Yeah, yeah. That's true because if he was in the VR the whole time and like was told that, all right. So the rest of the movie, she was just wandering around Pittsburgh trying to find Videodrome. 
She was at the fucking. She was still Night getting her Debbie's game. She was at Steel City Con. No big deal. There you go. <laughs> she was definitely getting her knife play out. Um, all right. Best scene. Best scene. For me, my best scene was the whole big reveal where his assistant was in on it the whole time. And like, like I said, there was no broadcast. That was the, that was revealed. And I just thought that was well played out. I did not see that twist coming. Oh, the, uh, the pirater. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was good, dude. I like that. I did not expect mm-hmm. him to be in on that shit. Cause I actually really liked that dude as a character up until that point too. Cause like, he Same. seemed like a very just, I get it because he was a fake Mexican. <laughs> what? He, he was Mexican. Yes. He spoke Spanish. Sure? Yeah, yeah yes. but I speak Spanish at times, and that's I don't know. Yeah, but you don't no. you don't throw it into your regular conversations. Though. This was like do this was like every other while, word but... he was talking in Spanish, and I'm like, you're not Mexican. Stop it. <laughs> I'm gonna stab you. And then he reminded me a lot of fucking uh, what the fuck's his name uh, from fucking uh, that Adam Sandler movie. Miss, I'm sneaky, sneaky, sir. I love oh, that guy, um, Emilio. Yeah, Emilio. <laughs> Wait, sneaky, sneaky. Deej, how about uh, a billion what's dollars? His name John John Turturro. Is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's who he fucking reminded <laughs> me of, and I'm like, oh, I can't take you serious because you're not Mexican and you look like John Turturro. Maybe he was Mexican, dude. Maybe, maybe he's got a little little bit. Uh, what does Gene say? Can we all agree this was the hardest VHS to find, other than the cigarette burns? Uh, I don't know. I never looked for this on VHS. I never saw it till now. Unfortunately. Uh, I could see it though. I could see this one not necessarily being in full print all the time. I would but. have to say my favorite scene is when um, the daughter introduces James Woods to that whole room full of tapes, and Ooh. she's telling him what what this is all about. That was a I, nice I, I love that scene. That was pretty cool too. I'm gonna say my favorite scene was the first. <laughs> seeing the fucking stomach pussy for the first time because <laughs> it was just so grotesque like it just it made me so uneasy watching him fucking just play with it with the gun and then the gun disappears that was, and you're like, ah! that was ah! very just yeah just putting the t- he was playing just the tip with himself dude like he was just putting it in just to see how it feels he's like "Ooh, this feels pretty good let's go in a little and deeper then- uh oh, it's, it's stuck. And now, <laughs> guess what? You got a gun in the oven. I mean, just <laughs> no, just like they just like they say in South Park, and it's gone. Yeah, it happens. Damn it! I don't know. I, I had a few. I had a few myself because I do like Chad's, but I do like how he was looking at his hand, and the gun starts becoming a part of his hand. Ooh, that was cool. In. Or the TV becomes like a skin layered screen and it forms out as a gun <laughs> and shoots him in the stomach. I thought that yeah, was, that was weird that was really, too. That was kind of cool. And, and then yeah. it cuts back to the TV as his torso <laughs> with bullet holes in it. It was so fucking weird. It's like yeah, part of his this hallucination. Whole movie, this whole movie was a fucking trip, dude. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Multiple viewings is needed for sure. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm glad we were actually all discussing it though because it definitely helps. All right. So opening scene hook you in. john what was your favorite scene oh i'm gonna agree with you dude like i mean i like the reveal and shit like that i don't know there's if i have to pick a different one though i feel like it's the first time you see the tv breathing when you actually see it <laughs> you see it snicker dick veins on top and fucking like everything's just like weirdly fucking pulsating and shit you're like what the fuck yeah. like it's like that was and i that might actually be the same scene 
of leading into the fucking uh, stomach pussy. I think I could be wrong. No, that was the that was him kissing the screen, I believe. It doesn't that doesn't lead one to the other, though. I don't think so. Okay, never mind. I think the stomach pussy was way later. You, you know, you're probably right. Uh, and to, to answer your question, Gene, we know we have not done existence yet. No. Mm. Going to watch this at work with my captive coworkers. You have fun with that, oh, Mr. Farrell. Yes, no. enjoy. What's Easy on what do they're, some of they're you guys EM- do for a living that you can sit there and watch movies? He's an EMT, dude, so they're not going to Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll be, be fine. fine, dude. They've seen much worse. All right. <laughs> On the daily. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, okay, so opening scene, did it hook us in? Yes. Yeah. What was opening scene? Yeah. Oh, was it? Siamese so, so fucking... Was that the Siamese dildo? Because they're all sort of sitting there, like, can we show it? Did we want to show it? Well, wasn't the opening scene for the on the, when the it was the open to like the the TV thing, like it said, like the TV thing, and then it like was her. Oh, it was the the wake up schedule, yeah. and then it went. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. right. I, yep. Then it was him. I'm gonna the, say yes because that led to the whole yeah. purpose of the film, depending on videos and all that shit. No, I dig it because that, that that had like kind of a uh, '80s but in the future kind of vibe to me, where it yeah. was just it felt like you're this is your pre-recorded video awake message. You're like, oh shit, dude! Yeah. Like we got that shit now. We do, but but hey, man, you know she'd be a nice wake up every morning. So okay, most attractive character, and there's a few to choose from. Yeah, there is. I actually mm. liked his assistant, that that lady who was on the video we started the movie with. She was cute. That yeah, was going to be my pick cute. as well. I agree with you. But Debbie uh, Harry is a very close set. Uh, I mean, we could go. Yeah. You know, even Bianco Oblivion was kind of cute. I, I was going to yeah. say that. Yeah. Right, that, that was going to be my choice because I was like, well, we all know the easy one, clearly. Mm. But, but I, I saw Deborah Harry, like, she had, like, Yellow teeth in one scene. I was like, oh, fuck that. Everybody that had yellow teeth in the 80s. Smoke, yeah. like, All 80s. that cigarette smoke, man. That's what it does. But I didn't see it in a Bianca Oblivion, so I'm going with her. So I'm going with Bianca Oblivion as well. <sighs> Damn it. That's what I was going to. Ah, whatever. Fuck it. I'm on that train too. I can't even say I'm not. Like, <laughs> fucking it, dude. But I mean, they're all, all fucking attractive as hell. Yeah. By all means. His assistant Bobby, definitely had those beautiful fucking. Your pick's Masha, right? Yo, you know what? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> give it to her, bro. I think she like for an older woman. She wasn't bad. James Woods wanted to, and and she was a freak. She, she bro, was ready. To. She gave him shit. She's like, "Yeah, you're a little old for my taste." It's like, yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> that part made me laugh. That part made me laugh so hard because one of my closest friends, she's she just retired from from teaching. Um, this is her. She, uh, this, that was her totally because she's like, she would always tell me, you know what, Vasquez, you're just a year too old for me. Oh, just a year too old for me. And she's like way older than me though. And I'm like, fuck you, Shannon. Like, yo, she's just trying to tell. That just sounds like she wanted little Steve, but she, no, um, she didn't. It was all a joke. It was a, it was a joke. Cause then she'd be like, so what's your girlfriend doing? Cause she has Mel on Facebook too. Like we're all friends. It always starts out as a joke. Yeah, no. Mylenberg is like this fucking like nine foot tall fucking. So what? What's wrong with Snoo Snoo? <laughs> yeah, no. I love her. I love her, but not not that way. Not that way. But when something about it. But that part, that part reminded me of her, and it made me fucking laugh out loud when I was watching. Just it. something about a dirty old woman in her. Like, just... 
all of like that knows her shit, dude. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's why I was sad that she like died. Like when I was just like, oh man, he fucking killed her. And then obviously like, that was a whole fucking psych out. Yeah, I'm assuming he didn't. That was just a dream, fucking just fucking with him. But okay, did the score set the mood? Oh yes. Yeah, I feel like it hit yeah, the head. I think so. For sure. Yo yo. Okay. Best song? I don't remember any songs to I don't be honest. Song. I don't no. remember any. Okay, we'll throw that out. NA. Was it scary? You skipped favorite character. Yes, I did. Favorite character. James Woods. Mr. Woods. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with video dad. Just because it's oblivion. Just because, like, yeah, dude, like he's alive in the videotapes and shit like that, or like that's how people think he's alive, or however you want to interpret that. Uh, I don't know. I that's just a kind of a cool like character basis and shit like that. And obviously, given today's terms and fucking AI and everything like that, like fake people and dead people could potentially exist regardless. (laughs) So. Like Steve was saying, he was listening to the fucking rappers that have apparently been dead for fucking 20 years the other day. So, yeah, fucking great. So, yeah, all right. Um, Chad, did you say who you were? James Woods. James Woods? Okay. Was it scary? I think it was unsettling. Yeah. It was scary. Not the scary, themes behind it are scary because, like I said, they're more relevant today than they were before. Yeah, that's beyond true so is it scary okay so just the overall encompassing theme of like how far is too far like yeah i guess that thought and that they're they're always watching you if they want you they're gonna get you one way or another yeah okay so like a little they live situation and it makes you wonder if they could in some way like put like some kind of post-hypnotic suggestion into tv signals so I mean, on, well, I think well, about that a lot. Full, I honestly full think about that a lot. When I see, forever. Well, well, <laughs> well, when I see people, when I see that there's like somebody that flips out that never had any issues before, they just kind of snap. In my head, all I can think of is, oh, they hit him with a signal. Or I think know, it's through that, phones and shit too, dude. It is. Like, well, there's all these know. Wi-Fi. There's all these Wi-Fi signals around us, fucking twenty four seven. We don't know what's getting beamed in. And just, us just look at all daily. these people that are people. Everybody does it. Everybody's glued to their phones, you know? Well, here's the other thing you also say is it's actually already happening because you say something. Have you ever said something? And like 10 minutes later on Facebook or something. Well, yeah, everybody see does it. that. Well, that's yeah, but that's, 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 but it's there. They're listening. Well, yeah, it's always there. If you don't, if you don't know, that's in the, the user agreement that you say yes to. Yeah, and they open read. their. That they open their microphone and they're like, "Yeah, we." we yeah, they we give it. They, they request access to that. Bloody disgusting is always listening to this shit. Mm. Yeah, that's yes, true. they are. Yeah, yes, they, they are. are. Yes, they are. I can't wait to see their article on video drone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it will. <laughs> they should at least drop us a thank you or something. Like I one. know. Just be like, "Hey, just heads up, guys!" Like more Listen, and more. Like, you know what, man? I would gladly work with Bloody Disgusting if they. I had. would Same. love to. Yeah. Same. Like, yeah, there's a thousand other horror podcasts out there. We're probably not the best. We know that. We don't give a shit. But they are listening. Right. Yes, they are. Yeah, absolutely. It's too much of a fucking coincidence. Like, once or twice, this maybe been years. Yeah. Years. I, think it was what, I think it was right around the time they coincide with our broadcast, our review of Pumpkinhead that we all started catching on. Yes. Because yep. yep. right after that, what was it, two days later, there was a, a, something on there for them? 
that was my very first episode listening to Goramore Pumpkinhead. Was it and really? I remember. I I reckon I remember you saying that there was something to do. Well, maybe it was the next episode you were talking about that. Speaking of, I don't know if you guys realize this. This came up in my memories over the weekend, but uh, it was what three years ago this past weekend that Brody did his first appearance on. Gordon oh, nice! Dude. Oh, no shit! Is that Lost oh. Boys uh, two? Was that what it was? I don't remember. Oh wow! It was, the yeah. first? I just, it came up in yeah. my memories. Yep. Oh yeah. shit! Oh damn! I said they're oh, looking damn. through, and uh, you were saying how nervous you were being on yeah. there in the comments. Now look at you today, man. <laughs> There you are. I'm you know what it was, nervous. dude? I think it was a week prior to that. Uh, TJ and Brody, TJ and I had uh, Brody on Wake and Bake to get him ready for it. And I just sort of sat there awkwardly while you two talked yeah. about co- comic books and weed. And I'm like, and look at you now, right? baby. Look at you now. Look at hey, brother. Stop it. So we did scary. Now, this question I feel like we've definitely already mentioned numerous times, anyways, but does it hold up today? More, more, more than it did before. Yep. There you go. Absolutely. All right. Acting. I think it was pretty solid, man. Oh, really good. Yeah, Nobody seemed really like good. a hand win. Time solid. Like, can't go wrong with James Woods. Right. Come on. He was an appropriate amount of sweaty. He wasn't like the rock. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. he was what he should have been. And he also had that sass about him, which he always has. Right. All right, so did we enjoy the cinematography? So yeah. I liked it. I liked the the way the scenes flipped in and out, and they definitely like left you at confused. Uh, yeah, very confused, yeah. scratching your head. Like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yep. I don't know if this is I, a dream. I don't what know I like was what I like was how the seediness of the city matched the seediness of what was going on. The city just looked dirty. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like that's a lot of like early eighties films with cities anyways though like everything just feels dirt especially anything well, that's, in New York. Back, that's yeah. back when the nighttime was blue though <laughs> yeah true sp- speaking of nighttime john i don't know and bobby i don't know about you guys but we're supposed to be able to see the northern lights here tonight i heard oh we and are did you see did you guys see tyler saw them out there in south dakota last night yeah yeah we saw that that was so really cool. cool i hate living here <laughs> yeah but you know what man i just saw this place in texas today and it's a dragon ball z fucking uh oh, yeah. noodle shop yeah and it's in dallas is in dallas or in houston, houston, houston. i was saying houston yeah, yeah. i think you said outside of houston actually the guy said did you see there's a restaurant opening houston. up in hong kong that's fucking transformers themed no are you serious hmm okay. interesting all right uh so cinematography was there anything that we wanted to hit on the head with like i said i like the transversal shots i said that um was there anything else specific that you guys like i said i I just liked how dirty they made the city look grimy seedy kind of it fits very well with the video drone video in itself so like i said it fit very well with what was going on Mm -hmm. i really wanted to I wish we kind of got what those first two videos were, those Asian ones, before we got the third with the dildo. Because like I like how the guy's like, no, you got to see the first two. <laughs> like, my clients don't <laughs> give a shit sense. about the first two. Yeah, <laughs> give me the third one. Get right to the fucking act here. All right. Uh, and did we like the premise? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yep. Very much so. Still confusing, but we liked it. Yes. It was interesting, for sure. I had no idea what the hell I expected. And yeah, that's what we got. So recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? I'm gonna rewind. 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 Really? rewind. Reboot. Reboot. Reboot and rewind. Mm. Give me a continuation 
uh, the, I, I think it's the perfect time with the way that the so world now is it's just now. all on flash drives and cell phones. And exactly, the technology changes, and it's been changing, and it's been changing. But we get to see different events that have occurred, or have they? Dude, some it chicks explain. Some chicks it could explain Mandela turn, effect. Some chicks' pussy is going to turn into a USB slot, and then the dude's dick's going to turn into a USB. <laughs> see, I wouldn't mind a reboot, but I know for a fact that none of it's going to be practical. That's my only gripe because well, and that, that's it would it would it would need to be practical in my reboot that yes. I want. What, yeah, now, what if Cronenberg himself thing. rebooted it just okay. like as a series? With... Oh, Ooh. series? I'd be all for. Uh, it. I, I could see that. Yeah? All right, uh, yeah. I don't know if I need to. I mean, series. I feel would be fine with one, just a one-off. But but there wouldn't be any confusion because you could get way more in depth. In I don't like being confused sometimes, episodes. though. I don't need everything right now for me. It's fun to talk about it, dude. And James Woods would have to be the main videodrome guy. Now, it, not necessarily. They wouldn't even have to show him as long as they mentioned him. No, I, I, I would think it'd be cool to see him, though. I think it would be. It, it, it went full circle then at that point. Hmm. Or at least they brought him up like he went nuts and just like killed all these people, and they like. Just, <clears throat> but then we find his off. consciousness an in an old video tape. Yeah. Oh, I got it. So there's a guy that transfers videos to digital. Oh, yeah. And he finds a tape, Ooh. transfers it, and it's everywhere. Woods, his consciousness. I like it's it. Ev- it's everywhere. Have you hit? It's like the ring. It's like that one ring movie that has the fucking internet. Sorry to sidebar here, but. Cronenberg's new film, I'm just looking here, and it's like, this is the premise for the new film. It says, Kash, an innovative businessman and grieving widower, builds a device to, to connect with the dead inside a burial shroud so he can actually watch his loved ones die and be in contact. Oh, yeah. I did now, read about that. That's, so that's fucking crazy. I, didn't, I did not read about that one. Yeah, it sounds... It sounds weird, but like I like it because like it's supposed to be it's supposed to be about going through all the stages of like grief after death, but like yeah, being able to yeah, where it, it more I, I remember time. reading about that too. Um, yeah. something about where they can watch their loved ones decompose in real time, yep. which and then really like by, yeah, but but by the end, even he questions whether he should like I think like even like allow this to exist for other people and not just because like, yeah, dude, I mean, that would be a journey. Well, Guy Pierce is playing the lead, I think. Brody, what? Where was that article you were saying? Uh, I shared it there a while ago, but I just seen on IMDb what they were doing with it. Nice. Okay. All right. So, I think we did all our ours, right? Everybody did that across the board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's rate this bitch, Bob. Let's start it off. Um, I would give it a three out of five point, fleshy three, VHSs. Three three point eight. Three point eight out of five fleshy vhs's betas sorry five fleshy betas uh sounds so gross brody what do we got i was gonna say 3.8 but the more that we've spoken about it and broken it down and because it's taken five of us to actually try and break this film down as well i'm gonna give it a four because the creativity in behind it all right all right yeah i love it solid four scuba i too am giving it Four stomach pussies. All right, gross. <laughs> Chad, daddy. You know, I was initially thinking a three point five when I came into this, 
Do I want to give it a four? Or do I want to go with Bobby with a three point eight? I'm going to go with Bobby in 3.8. 3.8 for Chad Daddy. But it might go up on repeated viewings because it's very thought-provoking. So That's fair. So I was actually going to come in kind of low originally. But we also discussed, I didn't really know how to fucking rate this. So if I was going just straight off initial entertainment, I was entertained, but I was very confused. But the fact that this movie has sat with me for more than a solid day, we have talked about this for the last two fucking hours. I feel like I got a lot of stuff handled out but i still need another solid viewing in order to really like take it in i'm gonna have to agree with the boys and give it a four just because dude solid effects solid acting cronenberg is a master of its own of his own weird little craft like yeah, yes. whatever it fucking is and yeah like chad he said this is one that's probably gonna sit with me for a couple weeks now and i'm just really gonna be sitting here thinking hard about being like damn man that movie is fucking crazy so solid that's four. how it was with jacob's ladder yeah same thing dude jacob's ladder sat with me for a solid month dude that movie like, fucked me up for a that while that was me with maniac and i don't know why it's just because maniac, maniac just sat with me maniac. like that movie just haunted my thoughts for two straight solid weeks all right so our scores combined for 1983's videodrome is a 3.9 very nice so all right solid. i like how i like how close our scores all were right mm. All right, Chad, Daddy, what are we doing next week, buddy? Well, next week is a Mr. Birdie King pick with Malignant. Ah. So oh, I, think it's, I think it's only fair that we ask him back for a third week in a row. <sighs> if you can, too. Only if you want me to. Oh, oh yeah, of course, um, Absolutely. <laughs> no, it'd be good to come back. It's, it's been fun. And, I, right. and that's a fucking fun movie, too, so... We yeah, fuck yeah. Don't catch that on uh, HBO Max or Hulu or Amazon with premium subscriptions. So should be easy enough to find. That just came out last year, right? Yeah, I have the Blu-ray for it. Wait, is so. it is it on is it on Tubi? I thought I saw it on Tubi there too. It's on HBO Max for sure. It doesn't pop up Tubi on uh searching, but I don't think it's on Tubi. Or not to be. Nope, if you're subscribed to HBO Max or Hulu, Amazon, and then everything else, it's on for rent. Wait, wait, no, never mind. I was thinking Mortal Kombat's on there. That's what I was thinking. It is on Tubi because I was just watching it on my phone the other day. And I was like, okay. So, nerd news. Brody, go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, you knew what I was going to say. Yeah, you? I saw it on your face. Fucking Mortal Kombat is starting pre-production. Or, or is it pre-production? I don't know. Either way, it starts fucking filming in June. Fuck yeah, dude. So, so I think it's going to be back over in South Australia where it's going to be filmed. But apparently from shit that I've heard and seen, it's going to be obviously a lot bigger and better than the first film. We're going to get tournaments. We're going to get licorice all sorts with this film. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see the new characters they're going to introduce into it. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to this and to see who they're going to pick for Johnny Cage. That's going to be that's the biggest thing be, for me. Like, if they, I almost kind of, and I don't think they would, will, or could even, but I would love it for them to be able to keep a secret, keep it a secret until I was the thinking the same movie thing. Yep, Rob's. Like, I would love yeah. if they could do that, man, because, bro, that was just one of the biggest, like, upsets of the first film. And so many people, I mean, obviously, they let out of it or let out with it so like yo if you're gonna build up a character of like that like kind of fame and shit like that like how how are you gonna do it dude like 
And I know you guys want the Miz, and I'm not saying he can't do it. I don't know anything about him. But I'm just saying, like, is that something that they would want to announce prior or they would just, like, save it? I don't know. I, I, I think they would announce it earlier because it could build up to be the biggest cock tease if fans aren't happy mm, with mm, the mm, right mm. choice. I would, I would hope they would keep the reveal for the first trailer. But yeah. there's no way to keep these things silent anymore because no, and and that's you know it, it, we can bring that up later. Or, but, uh, the or, Ghostbusters leaks already, right? Yeah. Or, or or have it in the trailer. We don't see him. We just hear a voice, and then it leads us up to us to try and predict whose voice it is or something. Just you know, give us that little tease, or so, maybe they might manipulate with it. I don't know. He's, it's CGI Paul Walker. He's, no. <laughs> um. I hope not. Honestly, biggest thing is like, yes, I hope we get a really good casting with that. I hope we get a good, legit nut punch in the movie because they gotta fucking have that. But it's dude. not gonna be to Goro. No, that's dude. fine, dude. But it could be to anybody else, dude. Or maybe he could even try to do it to a chick, and then he like holds himself back like he used to in the old games. <laughs> yeah. like the new, the new games, he doesn't matter. The new games, he'll fucking muff punch a bitch. He doesn't care. But yeah. in the older ones, he holds himself back a little bit. <laughs> But my other thing, and I don't think it'll happen, but my only hope is that they retcon Cole a bit. And maybe, like, in the time that we haven't been with him, maybe he started, like, studying Scorpion's style more or something along that lines to move it more towards, like, all right, well, if he's going to be the Scorpion of the series, you know what I mean? Like, make yeah, him fight yeah. a lot more along those lines. Yeah, yep. I would hope. I would hope, unless we take right off from where they left off with that one, and it's like we're gonna see them training and shit. I don't know. We'll it's see. still, it still fucking irks the fuck out of me in that movie that Scorpion speaks fucking Japanese. What Japanese? <laughs> you know the what? entire <laughs> fucking movie until get over here. You know what? All right. So, oh, I thought you were gonna say the fact that he understood, yeah, him when they were speaking to him, but. There's a scene in the deleted scenes which pisses me off that they took out and it was so much fucking cooler. But there's a scene where he's dreaming on Kano's plane and he and Scorpion's literally talking to him in hell and he's got like blood coming out of his fucking nose and shit. Mm. And he's speaking Japanese to Scorpion and he's like, they're explaining each other's thing and he's like starting to catch on. Dude, it's a fucking badass scene. And it and they pisses it. me off. They fucking cut that shit out because I'm like, no, that would have made it so much better, so much fucking better. Yep. He speaks yep. Japanese the entire film until he says, "Get over here." I Scorpion. It. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that if they at least put Katana in this movie, they use the same actress they used for Melina, since Melina is supposed to be a clone. I mean, that's what I would hope. Mm. Yeah. And then honestly, bring uh, Talisa Soto in as Sindel. I could get on board with that. That would be cool. Wouldn't be bad. Not bad. I think it'd be dope. But I mean, I, I'm excited, dude, because I feel like hopefully we get the we get the Luke Kang that we've always expected. Because yeah. like I want them to just I want them to sidestep Cole. Cole doesn't need to be an introductory character. You know what I mean? Because like that's what he was supposed to be. No, we don't fucking need him now. We're going to the tournament. I, I just want, I, I I want Green Ninja Reptile. Damn it. Not the freaking big alligator that we got in the first one. You mean Deadly Alliance? It's <laughs> yeah. all it was, man. It was just Deadly Alliance yeah. reptile. Yeah, basically. I need. I want to see Rain, Purple Ninja Rain, 
You want to see uh, Purple Rain? Right. Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. It's a great Purple movie. Rain. You know, that's that's oh, the greatest character in Mortal Kombat. It's Prince. Oh, I know. I want to say Mocap. Fucking <laughs> right, dude. Nah. That'd be fan- <laughs> that would be fantastic. Bro, they could do it. They could, they could. do it. They because could. all they have to do is have Mocap with Johnny Cage in the beginning when they're going to find Johnny in LA. Yeah. They could yep. fucking totally do it and it would be fantastic. And people would hate the fuck out of it. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, I I'm very excited with it. I still wish they did some kind of DLC with Eleven where they could have brought in Cole. Because I feel yeah. like if they brought Cole into the actual fighter and giving him a good move set, I feel like a lot more people would be more invested into him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You would have time to actually be like, oh, wow, the game did him way better. But now I can get into him. <laughs> but but um, even the original concept art for Cole's like character, like when he turns and he gets was his way better. Food was way better than what we got. Like, yeah. He actually had the mask. He had the black suit. It was fucking sick with the gold trim. Yeah, he I looked like, that- um, what's his name from 10? Uh, Kenshi's son. That was still yeah. uh, studying at uh, uh, Hotaru. Oh, my God, dude. I know, like, I know the one fucking MK about. Media. I'm going through, like, sifting through 100 fucking names right now. Fuck. I, I can't remember. I know it's Kenshi's son. I'm just yeah. totally brain farting on his name. I can see his movesets and everything, dude. He had yeah. like, he had the fucking whips in his hands, dude. But it essentially was also like a spear. Yeah. If we use that. Um, fuck. No, either way, dude. Like, I'm excited. I can't wait. I don't, I'm guessing we won't get that till probably 2025 at best. Probably April. Yeah. It, it said in this article from June to September, they'll be filming for, so. I mean, maybe we'll get it. We could get it next year because they, yeah. they're still filming Ghostbusters and we're getting that in December. That's Yeah, he's got a point there. You know what, dude? I'm really hoping they actually see Afterlife got fucked by COVID. I don't, I don't, think, they're gonna, yes. I don't think they're going to make their December date. I just don't see it. No, happening. probably not, dude. Because they'll I, do some reshoots and then they're going to have to do like some re-edits and all that other shit. I see that movie coming out of March of next year. At but we got Walter Peck back. back. We yeah. did. We got Dickless back. So. <laughs> but is he gonna be? Is he gonna be a bad guy? I mean, I can't see him. You change your heart. I would love to see him being forced to be an ally of theirs. Actually, I think that's yeah. how like, it would be. Where it's kind of like the '09 video game, where he was forced yes. to be an ally. Yeah, and they kind yeah, of continued that in the comics too. Yep, they a little did, bit. Yes. Oh, the comics. Well, no, in the, the comics game, actually, though. he became their boss. Actually, at one point. Yeah, he was they, like they because the, that's when the city owned the Ghostbusters. And could you imagine fucking Winston hires him to be their boss, like be the manager? Yeah, oh, God, I want to see him like be the head of the EPA and like Pat and Oswald be the new like Peck for because like because <laughs> then they said Pat and Oswald's in it, and then also the other guy from uh, Eternals. I don't oh yeah, uh, so we talked about this before. Yeah. What's his fucking name? I think that I think that's what I said. I, I was hoping Patton Oswalt would play was the uh, Walter Peck kind of character. Yeah, yeah, he would be a great fucking little asshole, dude. Like for sure. Um. Okay, so we got Mortal Kombat. We got Ghostbusters. What the fuck? Oh, speaking of Ghostbusters, if you missed out on the fucking uh, Hasbro pack last year, now's oh, your time yes. to go ahead to the Spirit fucking Halloween. It's sold out. Sold out. Don't worry. There's gonna be. There's so more right now. There'll be more. Yeah, there'll be, there'll more. be more. But they just well, finally announced the full scale, two hundred forty nine dollar, life size one on one proton pack. 
so a lot of them have been coming broken. Uh, the tips been having to get the tips have been busted. Well, not just the tips too. There's been some other parts that were broken on the actual cyclotron. That's why um, you're better off. Like I understand people want them now, but you're almost better off waiting until they go to the yes. stores. Yes. Yep. And that way you pick it up yourself. Um, I did see screenshots from somebody who came broken. They emailed. It was their emails back and forth between Spirit. They uh, only reimbursed him for twenty five percent of the pack. Um, they were going to ship him another pack when and if that's what the email said. When and if they did another run of them, they're, they're they have to. so. so they it's a cash cow. Why wouldn't they, they have them? Yeah, because actually, a buddy of the show that hops on every once in a while, and I will not know names. He works at Spirit Headquarters, so he even said, "He's like, yo, Johnny, do you need one?" And I go, "No, sir, I do not, because <laughs> I have two money." So he's like, "Well, let you me know." know. Who do? What's that? You know people who do? No, you don't. You just got one. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Chad Daddy, Daddy I know. Yeah, Daddy we come on. We gotta one. get him one. I know Chad Dad needs one. That's why when I that's why I, he was like the first one I texted when I saw that. I was like, bro, you yeah, need to. I got I got to drop money into my car, so that's gonna have to wait. Sell a kid. Um, <laughs> kidney, kidney. Oh, the nice thing is, what needs worked on is pretty. It's a pretty minor part. Nice. It's just, it's just the hose, the coolant hose going into the um, heater core. Easy but fix. I will Klarna. Klarna that shit. I Fuck will it. say though, the side by side shots of people getting them that aren't broken, comparing them to like, let's say the Hasbro and everything, dude, solid build, solid size, yep. man. The gun is like near. Even the uh, the thickness is really good too. Without the fucking Alice frame, it looks really good. Yep. Yeah. So honestly, like very solid. Electronics are just the in the upgraded hundred dollar eighty percent pack. It's the same ones as those. Which are fine, like they still actually give you a little cyclotron style when it's firing. Um, but honestly, for a full size fucking shell man, you can get another like hundred dollar light kit for the thing, and then another sixty dollar for the wand. You're fucking, you're golden, man. And it's bitch has got to be light as fuck, dude. But it weighs about ten pounds. Yeah. So I know a couple of buddies, and I, even you know what? If they have them at Spirits. And it's the day after Halloween in the 50% off category. I might swipe one just for the fuck of it. Um, That shit never lasts. Like none of the Ghostbuster shit ever lasts. I was the only one that bought one for my daughter last year. They said I was the only one who bought one all season. And they're going to be sending you money there. They're still send money to John. We'll see. But like I said, that was the 80% pack. And even though it was the upgraded one, like those have been out for a while, the full size one might be definitely more of a snag because i don't see them sending out as many per store obviously just because it's a higher value i mean what yeah 250 bucks that's yeah that's still kind of a bit but if you can get it for 125 that's way better no you can't you can't can't. so i'm like yo dude i'll bet fucking two of them at that point (laughs) (laughs) if i can uh anything else nerdy gentlemen I know we're I well past our two-hour mark here. So. Yeah. All righty. Well, with that, I'll say we'll fucking sign her off next week. Brody's pick, Malignant. So check that shit out and join us back. Bob, you want to start us off? This is your killing machine, Bobby Monsing. We'll see you next week for Malignant, fuckers. This is your DKB signing out, saying I'll catch your mother liquors next week. Yeah. Cheers for having me again, gentlemen. Our pleasure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
This is your host with the Ghost Lord Scoop of Cover saying, see you next week, baby. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, your Chad Daddy saying, join us next week, bitches. And this is your Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D saying, smoking if you got them. And remember, stay fresh, cheese bags. Stomach Woo! pussy. Aunt. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Happy birthday, Brody. Happy Stomach birthday. Pussy. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Brody.